Welcome to episode four of Thrill Seekers, arguably the worst known movie podcast on the internet. I'm your host, Ned, and joining me as always, my co-host, Steve. Hello. And Matt. Hello. Don't know why I literally forgot your name then. There was, thought, a big, there was a big pause before I said Steve. I thought I was going to have to introduce myself. I was like, I'm not done this, <laughs> done this before. I'm mixing it up. I don't like doing it. I'm mixing so. it up. <laughs> Slash being a twat. Okay, so, as I always ask, how are we doing? <laughs> not very well now. <laughs> Where's the towel? <laughs> I ain't got one. I can't decide on a colour. It's in the downstairs toilet. That's right. I'll go get it. That was a very eventful start. That was like the fourth time I had to take that. Yep. I've just launched an entire bottle of beer over Steve. Yep. And now I have a wet leg. <laughs> a wet, warm, sticky leg. Ooh. <laughs> We've gone dirty. Dirty boy. Also, as I found out this week, very exciting news. Our podcast has gone international. Amazing. We are now big, and I use that loosely. In America and Indonesia. Oh, <laughs> yes, we've cracked America. That's it. Global superstars. <laughs> well, have we got about 12 <laughs> listens? Let's not publish numbers. <laughs> 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 it was more than that. By the time this goes out, it'd be loads. Yeah, it was 14. <laughs> I, think it, I think it was 18. <laughs> <laughs> Big boy numbers. That's pretty good, though. That's decent. Yeah, it's a yeah. start. It's yeah. a start. Two episodes. Yeah, thanks. Three guys. countries. Uh, yeah, if anyone has listened and is continuing to listen. Cheers, like yeah. massively, thank you. Yeah. And it'll be really confusing that this is episode four and we just said that it was two episodes. Mm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Three episodes. <laughs> it's all bants, isn't it? I think I should just give up and go home today. We're just That's really well band. prepared, so we're, we're, <laughs> we're an episode ahead. <laughs> it doesn't help that I turn up and I'll just say <laughs> shit without telling you two what I'm talking about. <laughs> I prefer I'll it just way. launch into random stuff. Yeah, I love it. It's, it's brilliant. brilliant. It's like I've written down I've written down here episode four, clearly. We've got international. That was it. That's that's my <laughs> that's my intro. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, that'll oh, work. Well, and I'm not I'm not good at this, so it's not gonna work. That fits. It's all good. Yeah, we don't want, we don't want to be too robotic. Nah, it's gonna say that. This is very, very good. Stupid, but not robotic. <laughs> okay, so how are you both doing anyway? Good, Apart man. from obviously now being international superstars. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, real good. Uh, loving the stardom. Amazing. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm adjusting <laughs> to the fame pretty well. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, got Do you miss your regular lives? Yeah, yeah, a little bit. I got recognised a few times at work, and um, yeah, I just, I just don't like the publicity, really. It's yeah. just... <laughs> Too, too much. <laughs> asking, asking you to do all them jobs again. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> so I started wearing glasses, just, you know what I mean, just try and go under the radar a little bit. And a cap. <laughs> Spiking your hair up a little bit more. Yes, I've noticed that. Some people said that to me today, and I was like, oh, really? You've got to go out undercover when you want to be noticed. Yeah. Now you're a big podcaster. Yeah, that's it. Watch out, Joe Rogan. I'm coming for you. <laughs> He'll be shaking in his boots. He will. And he won't. When he, <laughs> when he finally hears about it. Yeah. <laughs> like, never. <laughs> that would be ace, though, if he did. Yeah, imagine that. Shout out on his show. <laughs> one of our very, very few listeners knows Joe Rod- Rogan. Yeah. Let him know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> on, the, on the off chance. Or, in fact, any big podcasts. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, we're not particular. Yeah. Any yeah. of them. We'll whore for fame. <laughs> yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> it. Right. Okay, so I suppose all that 
crap is over now. Yeah, mm. we've got it out of our system. All the all the all the random bits. Yep. And now, on to actual film talk. Film talk. Big oh. news, just in oh. case people didn't know what it was about. <clears throat> what have we been watching this week? Okay, so as always, I've seen. Well, actually, no, I haven't seen that much this week. I've seen two films outside of the the main three for the topic. I watched the Black Widow with you, Matt. Yes, you did. Yep. And uh, what did you think of it? What did you give it? Because we've got. I know what you gave it. We've got different <laughs> opinions on it, but I gave it a ten out of ten. Ooh, that's yeah. strong. It, it, was, strong. it was strong. The Very trailer strong. doesn't look like a ten out of ten. I know. Nor does the film. <laughs> but, but I wonder why he gave it a ten out of ten. <laughs> was it the cat suit? Uh, no, I'm. I think it was just the fact that I haven't seen a Marvel film on the cinema for so long, and everything lately has been streamed on Marvel. Mm. So as uh, obviously a few points for like the cinematic experience of it, but then I knew the oh, I knew the premise of Black Widow, the way it happens, and what happens to her and stuff. So I wasn't really that bothered about it. But then when I watched the trailer, I was like, actually, that looks really decent. Florence Pugh's in it, so that's obviously three points on its own. <laughs> <laughs> and um, David Harbour, and he's just an absolute unit. He's just—I love him in Stranger Things. He's a cool and dude. anything that he's in, I yeah. love. Oh, I will love it. It's interesting that you miss Marvel in cinema. Yeah, because I think I'm the opposite mm. in that. One of the reasons that it didn't appeal to me that much is because I feel like cinema is a little bit oversaturated with Marvel and superheroes at the minute. I know you mean. And so I'm I'm keen for other things to, to watch at yeah. the minute. It's yeah, not I that I don't like them. I think, it's I think it's just the last thing I've seen at the cinema that was Marvel was probably going to be um, Avengers, Endgame, maybe. Endgame. And then obviously when COVID and then everything shut down and there was not really much coming through it. Yeah. I um, think, but I think that's, that's probably why. I think Spider-Man was on after. Was it? Endgame, wasn't it? I think so. I don't know, actually. I still haven't seen that. I thought it was Endgame far, then. Far From Home, Far From it? Home, yeah. I think that was the last... But that was maybe still ages was. ago. Yeah, maybe it was, actually. Yeah, I, I do quite like Marvel films at the cinema. Mm. I, I, I quite like the experience, because obviously when we went to see Endgame, yeah. it, they did the Infinity War Endgame. Yeah, the double uh, bill. Double bill. Yeah. Just crossed over to midnight, and me and Matt were at that. Yeah. And that was that was ace. Yeah. I, I do like Marvel films. Absolutely heaving the blaze yeah, was. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, it's just a spectacle of it. And um, again, I, I like the storyline, I like what happened in... Uh, Black Widow. Like, like, like the, as soon as it started, like the introduction of all the characters and things and the way it was going, I was thought this is going to be brick- wicked. And yeah, it just bricked. was. Bricked. 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 This is bricked. Bricked. Yeah. I like the fact she's finally got her, her own film. Yes. Cause I th- oh no, there was a, like I say, she's the only Avenger that hasn't got one, but there's Hawkeye as well. He hasn't got one, has he? But he has got a TV show coming out. Yeah. Or is that more based on his I think, kid? I think it is. I think it is, yeah. He'll be in it yeah. though, won't he? I assume. Mm. You'd think so. <laughs> yeah, unless he's still Ronin. So. <laughs> unless he's what? Unless he's still Ronin. <laughs> I, did, I, did like, I did like him as Ronin. Yeah. But I was looking forward to this. I think for the same reasons I wanted to see a Marvel film at the cinema because I hadn't yeah. seen one for a long time. I, I like Marvel films on the whole. Yeah. But I think this just fell... Whether my expectations were too high, mm. but it fell flat for me. The whole film felt... Eh. Yeah. Like a... a, like a just a big load of meh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I couldn't, while I was watching it, I was quite, I was fairly bored. I couldn't muster much enthusiasm for it. I think right. the story was a bit flat. I thought the characters were fairly flat. Yeah. Florence Pugh, I thought was good. She was, she stood out amongst. Yeah, she was really good. Quite yeah. an, an average yeah. uh, performance film for me. Yeah. The direction was a bit flat as well. Everything just seemed, 
a little bit paint by numbers for a film. Yeah. My expectation was that it was going to feel like they would brought this film out for the sake of it. Oh, a little bit. She, because she should have her own film, and I believe she should, mm. the character. Yeah, 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 totally. But yeah, rather than having an interesting story to tell, it felt like based on the trailer and what I'd read about the film. We'll just pop it in. It's just like, a, oh, she needs a film. This is it. Yeah. That's that pretty much kind of how I left the cinema feeling. It was kind of done as an exercise of, this is a film mm. for the sake of a film, rather than this is, and this is going to sound incredibly naff, but like a piece of art for the... <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I get you. For a cinema. A story yeah. to tell. And, and there's a lot of Marvel films that you could level that at, but this one just felt particularly iffy. Hmm. To me, it wasn't ter- it wasn't terrible. Yeah. I didn't come out hating it, but I also didn't come out. I didn't really come out feeling anything. Yeah, I was just like, well, that's two hours that kind of happened in the mm. cinema. <laughs> the I couldn't work out why they used the villain so infrequently. So Taskmaster yeah. is the, the bad guy, and uh, it's kind of a reveal who that is as it goes on. So I'm not going to spoil anything, but that character's massively in the trailer. Yeah. But not hugely well used in the film. Yeah, I know you mean. I didn't think the character was used that often. It was kind of a mm. kind of a side plot. Yeah. To to the rest of the film. I think that was yeah, a wasted that. opportunity. Yeah. And the Russian accents were getting on my nerves <laughs> a little bit. Oh, were they? Because yeah, they're all bad. <laughs> yeah. Everyone so everyone in it's American. Yeah. Or English. Florence Pugh's English, isn't she? Yeah, she's English. And everyone's hers isn't the worst yeah but everyone's russian accent is sketchy at best (laughs) and like just just employ some russians (laughs) there are russian actors as far as i'm aware there's got to be at least like the four or five that were required for the big roles in the film ray winston was useless (laughs) his accent was hilarious (laughs) he sounded yeah every third word was cockney (laughs) every third word was properly ray winston yeah and every time he'd like put his decibels up even a touch he went cockney (laughs) he did he just sounded like ray winston in ray winston every time you've seen ray winston it was him yeah he sounded like like joey barton trying to speak french (laughs) yeah (laughs) Yeah, how did you get a role as a big russian gangster yeah uh, yeah in in this film i thought that was a bit dodgy yeah that bit i was like ray winston i thought what that's that's a weird choice. What what did you give it? I gave it a five. Okay. So fully middle of the road for me. Not bothered about watching it again. The CGI was bad as well. So I know, well, that's Matt, what you, oh, you gave it a ten. You've already yeah, said. Yeah, I liked it. I thought, did you not think the CGI was rough in no, places? No, I liked it. <laughs> oh, there were certain scenes, there were some scenes where there was loads of flames <clears throat> firing up or something that exploded. And yeah. It just looked 20 years out of date. Yeah. I think I know which scene you're on about as well. Obviously not saying too much because yeah, what it is. Yeah, but yeah I, think, I think I know what you mean, yeah. I was just like, this looks fairly bad. I know you can overlook that, but yeah. Yeah. when I'm watching a film that I've already got gripes with, I tend to focus on stuff that I wouldn't, if do, I was yeah. enjoying the rest of the film, I'd be like, that's fine. I yeah, can you'll look, I can overlook that. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm more picky when I'm yeah. moaning. <laughs> uh, t- the other thing, that, and I don't know if this is me getting slightly bored with Marvel, mm. and I'm a big Marvel fan, but this is the 23rd, 24th film in the franchise or something, which, and that's a superb number in a franchise for it to still yeah. be successful. I mean, yeah. no one's ever done that before. And still enjoyable. And mm. still enjoyable, yeah. But I think, my final kind of two criticisms, the humour in this for me missed, not because it felt any different to most Marvel films that I watched, but because it was exactly the same as most, you know, you've all seen Marvel films. They've yeah, all got yeah. that kind of sarcastic, undercutting, humor that's in it yeah 
and this has got that as well, but it just didn't land. And I don't know if that's because I'm getting fed up with that style of humour mm. or if it was just because I didn't enjoy the film, I didn't enjoy the humour as much. I guess we'll find out when Thor comes out. Yeah. Well, yeah, and that's Taika Waititi, so I'll probably like that because yeah. Yeah. I just love what he does anyway. I don't think he's got the same sense of humour no, as I... the standard. No, I think that's why Thor Ragnarok was probably quite successful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I think this came out just at the wrong time. If this had come out when it was meant to come out, yeah. I probably would have liked it more, but you've just watched One Division, mm. uh, Falcon the Winter Soldier. Yeah, that's a good point. And Loki. Loki. Yeah. And they're all good. Yeah. Especially Loki and One Division. Okay, yeah. I haven't, of... I haven't seen any of them yet. Yeah. They've built nuts to it, but Winter Soldier didn't interest me. Mm. That's probably the weakest of the shows, but that's only because it's a little bit more kind of formulaic and standard. Whereas One Division and uh, Loki, have cut, they've both kind of got really big and really mad. And they've mm. gone to push the MCU into directions that it hadn't gone in before, or that it only explored a little bit before. They've had a story worth telling. Yeah, they're, they're bringing in like the multiverse, yeah, qu- quantum realms, different realms, different timelines, all this sort of stuff, which has been touched on, but they're kind of exploring it a lot more. Yeah. When then Black Widow comes out after these, and it feels like three steps backwards. Yeah. Yeah, I got you. Feels like it should have been out early in the franchise. Yeah, than... and that's not the film's fault. No, that's COVID's fault. But I think it I think it suffers because of that. Maybe, maybe arguably the most. Mm. Maybe I would have enjoyed it the same as I enjoyed other mediocre Marvel films. Like The Dark World Thor. It's not very good, but yeah. it's alright. Yeah, I mean. It's enjoyable. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's passable. It passed some entertainment. I probably only would have given it a six, but maybe I'd have given this a six or seven if it had have been eighteen <coughs> months, two years earlier. Yeah. Or whenever it's meant to come out. Okay. Also, that's got uh, Christopher Eccleston in it. <laughs> it has, yeah. He's the main dark <laughs> elf, isn't he? Who we keep going on about. <laughs> Yeah, probably one of his worst performances. Yeah. He's like massively <laughs> bored all the way through it. <laughs> yeah, yeah that, was, that was Black Widow for me. Yeah. Yeah, and anything else that we've been seeing? Yeah. So I also saw Fast and Furious 9, or Fast 9, or Fast Saga, or whatever it's going by <laughs> at this point. Or Fast 9, which family. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I'm going to gloss over the, the family nonsense for a little bit. Okay, so with... The Fast and Furious franchise. I'm fairly certain by now that I've got Stockholm Syndrome with it. <laughs> and it doesn't matter what comes out or how bad it is. Yeah. I'm going to kind of like it. <laughs> and because it's the ninth film in a, in a franchise, or the tenth film in a franchise, actually, and because Black Widow is like the 20-odd film in a franchise, it doesn't matter what anyone says about it. If you're mm. a fan, you're going to go and see it. Yeah. If you're not a fan, you're not. Yeah. All reviews for these sort of films are absolutely redundant. <laughs> yeah. It's just talking bollocks for the sake of it. Yeah. But this, it's it's a better film than Black Widow. I mean, okay. it's a worse film than Black Widow, sorry, if you're looking at it objectively. <laughs> right. It's obviously worse, but I enjoyed it more. Right, okay. I didn't love it. It's the, probably the weakest in the franchise, except for Tokyo Drift. Oh, I like Tokyo Drift. I, I, I didn't dislike it. I gave this a <laughs> 6.5. Okay. I can't. I, Tokyo Drift was so long ago, I can't remember what I would have given it. I, I enjoyed Tokyo Drift, because it was still about the car scene. Rather, than yeah, they hadn't quite turned into a. No, I think it was the superhero. The next one started going a bit mental. Mm. Yeah, I think four was the first one where they went. Yeah, I've only fully seen. I've only seen Fast and Furious one, two, which was too Fast Too Furious, I think, and then that is it, I think. And I'll probably watch one in the background that was like number seven, maybe, okay. or something along them lines. So seven really... was directed by James Wan. Was it? He comes up a lot on this podcast, but yeah, no was, I'm sure seven was. One of them was. We, oh, enjoy, okay. we enjoy James one. Yeah, on the whole. 
Saw is still his best film though, and that was twenty years ago. Yeah, yeah. true. The rest of it is got good moments in okay films. <laughs> yeah, but I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure he did one of them. Justin Lin's done a lot, but I'm sure James Wan okay. did Fast Seven, yeah. whatever that was called. Yeah, I am going to get round to to I catching to up. Them. I remember watching Fast and Furious yeah. Four, which I think was the first one with The Rock in. Mm. Whichever one it was, yeah, he was that he one. first came in. Yeah, yeah, that's where I got up to, um, and then I, that's where they started to change to get a bit silly. Yeah, um, yeah, and I didn't know how I felt about it. And then the next, the trailer came out for the next film, and I think it was something ridiculous like they were driving into a plane or out of a plane or something <laughs> there's one where they drive there's one they drive off a building into another building there's one they drive into a train there's one on a yeah, plane there's the, one with a submarine the trailer just goes off, the off the wall exactly the trailers were getting more ridiculous more ridiculous and I thought this isn't the same film anymore and so I didn't know how I felt about it and I didn't watch them purposely yeah. but I think there's enough time has passed for me to they've done enough of the more ridiculous films to just accept that that's what this franchise is now. Oh yeah, definitely. And kind yeah. of split them in in two parts. And the first three are completely different films. Yeah. And then obviously anything after that watch with a different viewpoint. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'll enjoy them. So I am going to watch them. This yeah. one Fast 9 I think it's got the most callbacks to the original Fast and the Furious. Okay. Right. I think it's got the most out of all the the, the previous eight, nine <laughs> if you count Hobbs and Shaw. Sure. Oh, I've seen Hobbs and Shaw as well. Yeah, that's yeah, that was decent. Yeah, it's Jason Statham in the Rock, isn't it? It's, yeah. always, it's always going to be entertaining, if yeah. not amazing. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I think if this film or if this whole franchise, if it takes away all the the ridiculous, over the top, on the nose kind of family, yeah, elements that it puts into it, which will be di- so cheesy and so not needed, and it yeah. just embraces the fact that it's. 90 minutes of big stupid fun rather than the over two hours which they actually are with all the kind of the family bits <laughs> and the the little bits of the characters talking interacting in between the set pieces which yeah it's fairly boring <laughs> if they just accepted that they were it's a, it was a big daft action film i'd probably give this an eight okay quite happily what did you give it 6.5 Oh, okay. Oh yeah, I'm talking about it as if I think it's brilliant. I don't. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I enjoyed it more than Black Widow. Yeah, I probably shouldn't have done. Yeah, and there's probably much much better films that I will give worse scores to this. I probably already have. Mm. It's about but what you get out of it, isn't it's it? It's enjoyment, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. Entertainment value. And I enjoy the Fast and Furious series massively. Each yeah. movie's kind of got bigger and sillier and more stupid than the previous one. Yeah, and I, they've already announced Fast and Furious Ten. Oh, okay. Which is apparently going to be a two-parter. Isn't it the last? <laughs> yeah, it's the yeah. La- it's the finale, allegedly. <laughs> but it's going to be split into two parts. So there'll be a 10, an 11, or a 10.1, or a 10A, or a 10B, because they don't stick to any kind of sensible right. numbering scheme. But I don't understand. Unless they physically drive into hell, <laughs> I don't understand how they're going to go bigger than <laughs> the last film, right. the ninth film. Because I, I, I think it's in the trailer, as at least alludes to what happens. But I'm not going to say it just in case because I haven't seen the trailer since before the film came out. But it's such a ridiculous final set piece. <laughs> it's so bonkers. You have to leave every <laughs> ounce of logic that you've ever had years in the past. Like right. massively, massively in the past. Because you, you would, if you go in there expecting anything sensible, <laughs> you will hate it. Right. You will hate it. You've got to. And I don't think anyone's going to see The Fast and Furious 9 as the first film. Yeah. If you're watching it now and you dislike it, 
you shouldn't be watching it because you've disliked the last six films. Stop going. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know what I mean. If you watch the ninth, ninth film in a franchise, though, well, this is still naff. <laughs> of course it is. <laughs> there shouldn't be any negative reviews about this unless you're a professional critic. <laughs> because if you're watching this film and you think it's bad, yeah. you, either, you, you must not have enjoyed the last 10 years of The Fast and the Furious because it isn't different. Yeah, yeah. It's just bigger and sillier. Yeah. But and I don't, everyone in it just seems to be having ridiculous amounts of fun. And they've got some proper actors in there. Yeah. So like Helen Mirren's in it. Charlize oh, Theron's okay. in it. Yeah, yeah. They're not like nobodies. Mm. I mean, Michelle Rodriguez, I'm sure is she had, uh, she's either an Oscar winner or a nomination. Yeah, she's, she's pretty good. good quite yeah. A lot. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's proper actors in it. Yeah. I don't know, I don't know how they do it. Yeah. But I think it just seems like it's a good fun <laughs> kind of franchise to be involved in. Yeah, it's just a good laugh. Yeah, yeah, makes yeah. a lot of money. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, but uh, one, Mark, I have got a couple of issues with it. Mm. One, death doesn't seem to matter. Right. At some point, every character that dies will come back because <laughs> that's happened to almost every character that's died. <laughs> and now there's a petition apparently on the internet to get Giselle back in, who's played by Gal Gadot. Oh, okay. For the next two, and yeah. she died in like seven or eight. Oh, okay. So like if they bring her back, that's literally every character that's died yeah. has just been resurrected <laughs> yeah. for some bizarre reason that's often centred around Kurt Russell, who plays Mr. Nobody, <laughs> <laughs> who just seems to keep people alive. Right. <laughs> but yeah, and the film is too long. The dialogue's yeah. terrible, but yeah, but it's fun. Yeah, it's fun. Just going there with open mind and. I'd be willing to accept that it's going to be a laugh. Are these <laughs> last few directed by Vin Diesel? No, Justin Lin, I think. How was it? I thought he directed some. He's a producer for a lot of them. Oh, is it? I don't think he's directed. Maybe it's producing, because I remember on what? one of them, him and The Rock had a bit of a Barney. Oh, yeah, Hannah and was I, telling me about that. And I thought it was because he was he was directing the actors. Oh, maybe he directed some scenes. Oh, right. Maybe, yeah. Could that, have done. that happens, doesn't it? Yeah, could have but done I, I don't know. Yeah, I've heard that, that, that's, the, that's the biggest taint with like, Fast and the Furious. Like Every time I hear Fast and the Furious, all I automatically think is feud with The Rock and Vin Diesel. They're over it now, as far as we've oh, read. Yeah, yeah, it's not a problem. Oh, that's now. nice then. But I think I think it was just that, that film, I think, <laughs> was particularly long yeah. in filming and everyone was tired. It's just one of them. Yeah, I think tempers got to the end. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know I there was th- undercutting each other because when Hobbs and Shaw come out, I remember Fast and the Furious come out, I think, at the same time or somewhere around there. And then obviously that Hobbs and Shaw did better in the box office. And then yeah. The Rock was kind of like, yeah, suck it. <laughs> sort of thing. Like, oh, I, don't, I don't think there was any of that Yeah, from what I read. yeah, It was just, I think it was, you know, Patience was tested yeah. in the filming of whatever film it was. Yeah. From what I've read. Obviously, we, we, ain't, we don't know. We weren't there, were we? But mm. Sadly not. I like them both. I know. Imagine being a fly on the wall for that scrap. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> I have tended to just forget that feud happened because I like both of them a lot. And I yeah. like to imagine that they're friends and hug each other. They, as yeah. far as I've read, they are. And I think it's probably quite common in the film industry. Yeah, there's I a lot of egos and stuff. I would there's imagine. a lot of egos yeah, and I think exactly. actors probably um, are perceived love. as love having an easier job. Yeah. yeah. But actually, even it's, though it's, it's quite, <laughs> no, you know, it's quite enjoying. So yeah. I, th- I think it, it's, they might get paid a lot of money, but I'm fairly certain Vin Diesel and The Rock both work harder than I do. 
Oh, I mean, look at them. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just on their bodies. They yeah, they might them. enjoy <laughs> it, but... Let alone their job. Vin Diesel can't even squeeze an, an hour of D&D in lately. It's like... <laughs> yeah, I love <laughs> the fact that he's a D&D player. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just like, oh, God, I can't do that Fast and Furious. That pleases me I just want to be a dungeon master. <laughs> <laughs> cool, okay. I think that wraps up the uh, the weekly roundup, unless we've got anything else we've watched. No, that's... Um, no, I've not seen anything. Yeah. Yeah? Okay. Sound. to our main three what's the first film that's up the first film up is Flash Gordon ah that was your pick that was my pick I was going to badly sing the intro then thought I've been coughing that much <laughs> I can't do that <laughs> so, uh, so Flash Gordon was in well he's made in 1980 and it's an hour and 51 minutes long directed by Mike Hodges and some of his work include Get Carter oh okay well and Omen 2 Oh. Which he is uncredited for, but I think he did a bit of work with his brother, like who was yeah. like co-directing it, maybe. That's, That's interesting. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's really weird. It's just uncredited. I was like, oh, okay, fair uncredited enough. director. That yeah, but, but whether he wanted to be like, uncredited because he knew about the the hex that was on the Omen trilogy, and he thought, well, mm. okay, I don't want to be involved in all that real real death time. <laughs> don't put me on that list, please. Ah, Sam Neill got through it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, the uh, synopsis. So. Um, it's about a football player and his friends travel to the planet Mongo and they find themselves fighting the tyranny of Ming the Merciless to save planet Earth. <laughs> this is amazing. <laughs> it just brings back so many memories. I think it's mostly a decent film, but when I first started watching it, I was like, obviously this is dated. It's so dated, but it's so psychedelic. It's just fucking awesome. <laughs> it's The storyline was ridiculous. The direction was ridiculous, but I was just gripped to the screen. <laughs> and I was like, this is amazing. The graphics, everything about it is just total shit. But I loved it. <laughs> so I give it a six out of ten. Oh, I was expecting more from, from that. No, that no. Oh, I, I, can't, I can't give it any more than that. <laughs> I thought that was a joke. Comment. I was waiting for the, nah, I gave it a nine. Yeah. No, 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 no. no I got, that I build up. No. This film was amazing. I loved it. Yeah. Three out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> C plus. <laughs> okay, Ned. I gave it. I gave it a six as well. Yeah, and I feel massively different about this film than Matt does. <laughs> I thought it was decent. Yeah, but far from far far from being good. <laughs> it entertained me. The last sort of thirty minutes entertained me a lot more than the preceding hour. Yeah. Mm. Like the big battle with the, the Queen soundtrack over the top. Oh yes, but. It's just insane. It's a difficult film to really rate because it's absolutely batshit crazy. It really is. It doesn't make any sense as a film yeah, or as, as anything. Yeah. It just exists as... Yeah, did you hear that as well? That's not just in my ears, is it? <laughs> I think it's Agar. Oh, yeah, we could, you can hear things through the wall. <laughs> I wonder why everyone's just randomly stopped. <laughs> but, and I, didn't, I couldn't understand. And I assume it's because the dialogue's really poor. Hmm. But it's got, it's got some good, some good actors in it. Yeah, yeah. It's like Max von Sydow's got a couple of Oscar nominations. He's Ming. Yeah. Uh, Topol, he's got an Oscar nomination. Yeah. And he's the worst person in it. Yeah, he really is. <laughs> he's yeah. so over the top. He's a proper senior <laughs> chewer. <laughs> yeah. What, what did you give it, Steve? 
Um, I give it a four point five. It bored the tits off me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is mad. It is insane. It yeah. is absolutely bonkers. It's got <laughs> it's got a lot to like about it. Yeah. It's just got plenty more to not. Yeah. So it's gloriously camp. So oh yeah. Super camp. Yeah. <laughs> the outfits are incredible. They really are. Like when Ming comes out in the, his his gear that he's in. Yeah. Uh, I, I enjoyed that side of Flash Gordon. I yeah. enjoyed the music, obviously the score's brilliant. Yeah. The outfits are amazing. The sets are pretty cool as well. I mm. really enjoyed that. But for me, the story was just <laughs> garbage. Yeah, it was yeah, just, it really was. What the fuck is this? It was like I was about? watching a panto. <laughs> yeah, it was. And they kept swapping the scenes. And the acting, <laughs> the acting is terrible. <laughs> so, really is. So Ming von Sydow is yeah, Ming, yeah. isn't he? Yeah. He was pretty passable. You yeah. Know, he very. He's, I'll go as far as saying he was good as yeah. Ming. Yeah. yeah. In, in, with what he had to work yeah. with. Von Sydow's ace in yeah. everything. Yeah. He's a good actor. He is. Um, Brian Blessed. <laughs> Brian Blessed can't act. I love the man, but he's oh, a terrible yeah. actor. I love him so much. He's, he's, every word he says, he's got to be shouting. And it was just bellowing throughout the whole movie. I was like, he's so good. He was very entertaining <laughs> in the scenes that he was in. Yeah. But it made no sense. No, at all. No, and um, yeah, like you said, the dialogue was was terrible. The the <laughs> fight scenes weren't believable at all. Mm. Here's a, I've got a question about that. Yeah, why could Flash only fight, especially at the beginning, if he's holding a big tin ball? <laughs> yeah, oh, that's a good point. Yeah. So I yeah. <laughs> so I put, what the fuck is this fight scene? <laughs> because I was watching, and all of a sudden he's fighting these like red guards. Yeah, yeah something yeah. out of Star Wars or something. <laughs> With this metal ball, I was like, <laughs> yeah. "Why is yeah. this a thing?" Cause, yeah. cause I, he's a quarterback, isn't he? I, understand. I know, <laughs> I get that, but why is this in a fight scene? I understand the logic of, "Oh, he's a quarterback. Give him a ball to throw for some purpose." Yeah, yeah. No, he's getting he got his ass kicked for a couple of seconds. <laughs> it, up top, I'll all lob him a football. Then yeah. all of a sudden, he'll turn into a proper brawler. <laughs> Turned into Iron Man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just run through everyone. Yeah. yeah. Didn't he roll through some, like an entire ten pins yeah. in the entire crowd at some yeah, point? He, he literally rolled. Yeah. <laughs> like, and then and then the sound effects come on, didn't they? Like, like as if he'd just gone over ten pins. Yeah. <laughs> it's like... I'm like, this wouldn't work. <laughs> so uh, yeah. Flash Gordon for me was very underwhelming <laughs> in obviously he's the hero in this he's the yeah. action hero and he's the tough guy yeah uh, I didn't get that yeah at all it. even in his fight with um, the prince oh Prince Voltan um, was it something Vol- no no, that, no, no, was, no, no. that was Brian Blessed what's his name oh from, Timothy uh, Dalton Timothy Dalton yeah. Yeah. Prince yeah. Barin yeah. also in Hot Fuzz yeah yeah um, yeah even his fight in with him yeah I didn't really care who was going to win. And yeah. Neither of them really felt that tough. So, yeah. I mean, what, what I did enjoy about that fight was that Brian Blessed didn't give a shit and that <laughs> he was kept messing around with the platform. <laughs> yeah. How fucking annoying would that be? Yeah, I wrote down that <laughs> yeah. uh, Voltan was an actual psychopath. <laughs> he was a psychopath. <laughs> and I loved I loved his clan yeah. like, and, and how they how they travelled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and his right-hand man that was like 60. <laughs> yeah, and he yeah. just looked like, um, he looked like the drummer from Queen. <laughs> so all these weird things. Apparently, this film had a big budget. Yeah. It had, it had for its time. I'm sure I read something really? like 60 million or something. For its yeah, time. Holy shit. I was like, where did they spend that? 
Was it all the designer clothes? That's madness. <laughs> just, just all the really camp outfits. Because it weren't on the CGI. Nah. But apparently they all signed on for a sequel and there was like, yeah, yeah, we'll do a sequel. And then because it flopped, there was like, oh, uh, the, the, there's no sequel. <laughs> yeah, of course. Because it flopped. Of course there's no sequel. <laughs> it's definitely going to flop. Look at yeah. it. I can understand why it's got a cult following. Yeah. Because it's it's fun. It is fun. Yeah. But it's not great, is it? Yeah. <laughs> it's no, I think we briefly spoke before, um, and it's very understandable why some people would score very highly. Yeah, and also it's weird. It's a weird film where you can you can understand why someone would rate it a one and yeah. someone would rate it very highly. Yeah. yeah, because it just depends on what you get out of it. For me, yeah, it's too poor of a film. There wasn't enough fun in it yeah. for me to rate it as a good film. Um, so it was just okay. I. I I enjoyed parts of it, so it's not a, it's not trash. Yeah. Um, but it's it's definitely not good. Maybe we need to watch it in a couple of months because we did just do it straight off the back of Highlander, and that was like a second Queen film that we did. So maybe get may, might be a nine in a couple of months. Maybe. Mm. <laughs> it will never reach a nine. <laughs> that's, was, uh, that's optimistic, mate. <laughs> I was looking forward to it because I'm pretty sure I enjoyed it as a kid. Yeah. And I think that was the last time I watched it. Yeah. Um, but I just didn't get anything out of it. I mean, yeah. I like Ming. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it's a bit of a sex pest, but... Yeah, just a bit. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say. That one scene. I was like, what the fuck, Max? <laughs> yeah, it was weird. I forgot all completely about it. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. And I like towards the end, there was, a, there was a quote that I wrote down. Oh, yeah, it was... Uh, my father always drinks a power potion before he makes love. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what power a quote. potion. <laughs> a power potion. Oh, this seems like two sex rough and energetic. <laughs> well, this film did have a weird sexual undertone to it. There was yeah. There was a scene when um, <laughs> Ming's daughter. Oh help, yeah. Helps Flash Gordon escape. Yeah, that's it. And they're they're in the ship, mm. and when they're in the cockpit. No it's pun intended. <laughs> way too sexual for yeah. no reason whatsoever. Yeah. She's obviously interested in him. Yeah. But she's showing him the controls and she's like, and this <laughs> is how it goes up and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And she's like, and then use your fingers this time. Like, <laughs> what do you mean this time? What's going on here? <laughs> You're talking about flying a ship. <laughs> what are you on about? <laughs> I, I love the fact as well, we look, um, when they're on the flight at the beginning and uh, he's just started talking to Dale. He's like when they first meet, like oh and, yeah, and like towards the middle of the film, when Ming's daughter is flirting with Flash Gordon, and I think telepathically him and Dale are speaking to each other. Yeah, yeah. And then he can hear, so she can hear Flash going, "Oh God, yeah, that's nice, just there." <laughs> and and, and, yeah, and, and really then it's just like, "Oh no, yeah, yeah, she's really turning <laughs> me on." She, and that Dale's like, "What? What's going?" It's like, "Oh, are they boyfriend girlfriend now? Then they've only known each other for like ten minutes." <laughs> and then all of a sudden, at the end, they're married, and, and you're like, "What?" Oh, what what is going on? <laughs> she definitely seemed to want a piece of flash to start with. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, she didn't. She didn't make no like. Oh yeah, no. There's no bones about it. No. It's fairly, fairly obvious. Yeah. Yeah. I liked um. I liked Flash Gordon's t-shirt, and I read with his name on. No, no. It did, oh, it did have his name, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like you walk around with a t-shirt saying Matt. That's it. Yeah, yeah. And I read. I read on the. <laughs> I read on like the trivia that um. That was given to him by a fan, and he wore it on the show to try and discover, like, to try and find the fan that given it him because he liked her, and nobody come forward. <laughs> this is amazing. Why would a fan give it? I don't know. Okay, I literally don't know. I literally read that. Yeah, a fan gave it to him. He wore it on the set on the show to get it into the TV, in, in sorry, into the movie, 
and nobody come forward to say, oh yeah, it was me that given it, yeah, because he was trying to find out who. Yeah, because they probably watched the film and went, that was shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wait, they gave this to the actor. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I read that. I misread Sam it. I Jones. assumed that that was like part of the canon. That <laughs> right. it, it was Flash. Someone had given it Flash. Oh, and he was wearing it. I didn't realize it was like an actual thing. What, like a spectator, maybe? Amazing. <laughs> yeah. Well, Matt, Matt might have to research that because he may also just... now be confused. <laughs> yeah, oh, I'm no, just, I, I... I've got that really confused face on myself now. I'm going to look into that one. I read you guys it quickly. I read some trivia about Flash Gordon <laughs> and then realized that I didn't care that much. <laughs> Stop <laughs> reading it. Because <laughs> I was like, uh-uh. you don't yeah. need trivia for this. It's no. all batshit. Yeah. It is batshit. I'll tell you what I did find interesting or not interesting. <laughs> and I'm going to get serious now and I'm going to cough before I do. Because <coughs> I watched this on Sky, whereas you two both watched it on Blu-ray, didn't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The... Sky, you know the synopsis where it puts what the film's about before you click play? Yeah. Said, contains attitudes, languages, and outdated cultural depictions that may offend some viewers today. Right. And then gave like one sentence as to what the film was about. Right. And I thought, because I can't remember the film pre-watching it, I thought, well, that's a, an odd <laughs> thing to put at the front. Mm. And then click play, and I quickly Googled it. And it's recently or within the last couple of years, been reclassified by the the BBFC, is it? Or whatever. Oh, yeah, it, what maybe the American one. Whichever kind of film classification yeah. bodies out there has been a 12A because of how Ming is portrayed. Okay, yeah. Based on that kind of stereotypical... Yeah, yeah. ...evil Chinese guy. Yeah. Which I assume... Yeah. Trouble in Little China would get the same sort of yeah, yeah. shit about. I just thought because I was just like, oh, this is this is interesting. So I can remember reading about it, and I, I I just thought it was it just surprised me that it was on there. They've they've done that yeah. with a few films now, though, haven't they? I I read that they've gone over films of the past and and given them different ratings. A lot of them have been upgraded to R ratings. Oh, okay. Yeah, based on today's standards. standards. Yeah, and uh, it's. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with films should be looked at and kind of any media. And I'm okay with kind of those warnings be out there. Well, mm. to, to be fair, the, the, the rate, the age rating is context, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. So the, what they, what would be acceptable then is going to change anyway. Yeah. So for me, it makes sense that that's almost a live uh, rating. Yeah, that it I, just no, changes. I think it, yeah, something that's rated something in 1950 would be rated something different today because yeah. we live in a different world. Yeah, yeah, with different expectations as to what you're going to see on screen. Yeah, I hope it doesn't push into censorship and removing certain parts of films because I think yeah. that would be like cancel culture. Yeah, I think that's too far. I think the conversations should absolutely exist. Yeah, but I don't think erasing art or anything from history is a good idea in general not just in films but in anything it's like books that people are complaining about to kill a mockingbird because of its language yeah but and and it's been banned in certain schools in the past and it shouldn't be it shouldn't be banned the conversations should exist as to why this language isn't used anymore as to why this depiction is offensive or and stuff like that Mm. i completely agree with that but I don't think cancelling that sort of stuff or pretending it didn't happen or that because it's uncomfortable, we can't acknowledge that we've moved past this. 
Yeah. yeah. I think that's... And I'm not saying that's going to happen. That's just... I was reading a few articles on it, and that's what some people were saying. Yes, it should be kind of cancelled. Ming, films with Ming in should be banned. Mm. And then other people were saying, well, it shouldn't because it's, it, it, it's happened. It's there. The conversation should exist, but the art shouldn't be taken away. <laughs> no, I think, I think as well, it, for, for me, things like this come down to intention. And what was the intentions of uh, the person who created whatever it is that yeah. we're discussing? And yes, like you say, we should have the conversation. Some things may be offensive now that wasn't. And I, I would like to think that a lot of it is through ignorance rather than intention uh, to be offensive. And so, like you say, it's it's it would be good to still have them available to discuss and use as a example of what how we can educate people in why that's not right or not acceptable yeah. today, but not to erase it. And I think the reason why it was coming up in so many articles, apparently Taika Waititi is doing a, a remake of uh, Flash Gordon. Oh, wow. Okay. And people were talking about how is he going to address the Ming problem? <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> apparently, because Flash Gordon's based on a, a comic from the 30s, maybe. Hmm. I'm sure it's the 30s. Might be. Where, obviously, uh, views and things in the 30s were wildly different to what they are now. Yeah, of course. I, th- I think, on the whole, or so I've read, I wasn't around in the 30s, but I think it was a lot less progressive in the 30s than it is now. But there was something, and I had, I'd had i heard the phrase, but I wasn't really, kind. Of, I've not heard it for a long time until I read today. In the 30s, the 20s, and probably the late sort of 19th century, there was a a thing called Yellow Peril, which was essentially fear of the Chinese. And it's got such a horrible name, such a stupid name. And that was kind of at the height of its frenzy in the 30s when this comic was made. Uh, So you've got all-American white hero goes into space, fighting, scary alien who just happens to look like Mm. a stereotypical Chinese man called Ming. Yeah. (laughs) Which is a Obviously, the Ming Dynasty and yeah, yeah, and, and uh, so, but because Ming is probably Flash Gordon's most famous villain, his most recognisable villain, and because in the film even Max von Sydow's performance is better than everybody else's, Ming stands out above everybody else. <laughs> yeah, and then Clytus, I thought Clytus was good as well. I'm wondering how Taika Waititi is going to deal with it. It'll be interesting. I would imagine he's going to deal with it well because he's good at that sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah. He's just won an Oscar for knocking out a film about Nazis. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say that. He's <clears throat> he's good at that kind of thing, so it'll be interesting yeah. to see how he does it. Or whether you just just leave it. Just leave it as it is. Yeah. Accept that that's happened. Yeah. And don't remake Flash Gordon. Just leave it as... There's a film. It's got some wonky nowadays cultural interpretations yeah warn people about it that's fine i just leave it there yeah so i'm just curious what you think whether it should be remade or i don't know i think it i think stuff like this still happens today when we oh yeah so we have when we have um action films mm-hmm. where a country is in peril from um some maybe not terrorist group but some organization i think it's it's quite often uh russians yeah, Youth. Russians or Middle yeah. East or Middle East. Yeah, and I don't think that it's because they're claiming that that's you know on the agenda for every Russian out there or every uh, Middle Eastern country. 
I think it's just like you said back in that day they had a fear of the Chinese whether mm. it was you know founded or not whether it was justified or not they did and so they made that comic or that story based on that mm. um, narrative and I think yeah. that's what films do today still they still use the narrative of the day of wherever they are from um, yeah I haven't watch every film from every other country so i don't know whether it's a western thing yeah or whether other countries from the world do a similar kind do a of similar thing but the opposite I d- i've no idea i don't know i don't know enough about the po- i don't know enough about any politics to be honest <laughs> no mm. so i i don't really know i think it's difficult difficult line to trade isn't it yeah, yeah. when w- when do we decide that it's not offensive and that it's just a film yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I think it's in good hands. Like I say, if if Taiko is doing it, I think he'll he'll make it work. I, I, would, I would think so. He'll he'll do his best to try and not be offensive with it. So I would hope that it's it's not an issue if he is going to remake it, and we can just enjoy it for for what it is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I will absolutely watch it. I'll watch anything he does. Yeah. Mm. And regardless of that, it will definitely be better than this version. <laughs> oh, I hope. <laughs> yeah, I hope so. Imagine the CGI in that now, these days. I've uh, I've researched that fact, and what it actually says is Flash's t-shirt. Uh, sorry, Flash's t-shirt was a gift from an anonymous female fan. Flash wore it a lot, hoping he would eventually meet the woman. So I'm guessing that's film based. Rather I than would think so based yeah, on yeah. Yes, I got that wrong. <laughs> well, they sucked you in. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Flash said. <laughs> Reading his trivia while he's having a poo. <laughs> but yeah, so some of the parts in the film as well is like... Um, Sorry, yeah, we got way too serious then. As well. Is, uh, like when Dale... Um, I, think, I think they're all... When they first get into like Ming the Merciless's hall and he comes out and Dale like sort of steps forward and does that sort of dance when he's in... She's in that trance sort of thing from Ming's ring. <laughs> from that, from that em- emerald ring. Yeah. And um, she sort of like comes to... And she realizes what she'd do because she was touching herself and all sorts. And she's like, "Oh God, what happened?" And a lot of flashes behind and went, "I don't know, but it was sensational." So there's just a lot of them sort of aspects in the weird film. Sexual undertone <laughs> to this film. Yeah, well, yeah. There was the part where <laughs> there was a uh, pillow fight on the bed. Yeah. Of course there was. Yeah. Why? Which yeah, was, I remember that. Which is obviously a kind of standard. <laughs> kinky pervy man fetish <laughs> about two beautiful women having a pillow fight yeah that you mean. which is it's an odd fetish but yeah yeah I mean it's not completely <laughs> one-sided because Brian Blessed is in an interesting outfit that's oh, obviously, yeah, that's obviously for, the, it's... It's for the ladies isn't it <laughs> he's like a really shit Spartan men, I suppose yeah. <laughs> <laughs> shit Spartan <laughs> But it's like it's like some of the costume design. It's like that the, the costume designer must have been on crack when he invented all this sort of stuff because it's like it's they so, had all the budget. Yeah, it's so socket. I yeah, mean, all went the, to the costume. They're in man. what was they now? There was in there was hugging a grey wall, walking through trying to blend in in a, a bright red costume <laughs> and looking around corners and just trying not to be noticed. It's like mate, you're in a neutral room in the brightest colour you can imagine. <laughs> it's like they will see you anywhere. <laughs> 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 yeah, that, did you notice that Cletus as well? Um, the guy in the gold mask, he sounded uh, very much like Jeremy Irons <laughs> when he started I talking. Notice, I was no, like, but... Is that Jeremy Irons? <laughs> no, I just kept seeing gold skeletal. Did you? Yeah. <laughs> I did like his outfit, I thought he was good as well. He was a good, but he had a 
he had a terrible death. Oh yeah. But yeah. overall, I thought he was quite good. Yeah. Yeah, I liked I liked Cletus. Cletus, however you say it. I've got yeah. a Funko Pop of him. Oh, yeah. Dear. Yeah. Randomly. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Little um little nod as well to uh Richard O'Brien. <laughs> he was playing the pipes. Yeah. Yeah. With, with Timothy Dalton. I was like, was actually in it. <laughs> yeah. I was just like amazing because yeah. that's the only time I've seen him. I think I probably missed him in any other bits. But I've seen a him. Of scenes. Was it? Yeah. I've yeah. seen him in that bit. And I was like, oh no way, Crystal Maze. He was the one that <laughs> went into the cage to get him out. Oh no, I don't remember that bit. I must have switched off. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely love this film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> love this film. Didn't watch half of it. Six out of ten. <laughs> Bosh. <laughs> Done. What's next? Pitch <laughs> Black. Hated it. Eight out of ten. <laughs> oh, one one grope. I say one. <laughs> Another grope I had about this film is that it's set in an alien world or universe. Yeah. And they still played Here Comes the Bride. <laughs> oh yeah, I hadn't clocked onto that, but <laughs> no, yeah, they me. did. Yeah, that's like, yeah, it sums up this film. It's probably mate, though. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's cool. <laughs> it's just odd. Oh, well, but nothing I've, about this film is normal. I recently brought um, a, a big actual hourglass from Dunelm. I clocked that when I came in. Yeah, and it's really nice and steampunky. And I noticed that Ming has one as well. And it's exactly <laughs> the same. And I was like, that's amazing. Matt, Matt the Merciless. Matt the Merciless. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I... You're saying about the alien, it was on an alien planet, which obviously it was. Why was everyone's kingdom so small? <laughs> For seemingly like hundreds and hundreds of people, they all seem to live in one tiny castle. <laughs> <laughs> or a little swamp. Yeah. Or a tree. <laughs> with a wood beast. With a wood beast. Yeah. Good Russian roulette scene with that, though. Yeah. I yeah. enjoyed that. Yeah, it was. Did you notice the... I think it was a cock-up, and I really hope it was a cock-up, but you know when... Probably were, there was enough. <laughs> yeah. You, you know when they're all flying in the air, Brian Blessed and his gang, um, and Flash Gordon is on his fly ski, yeah. his jet yeah, ski his in the air. kind of motor thing. So in a couple of the scenes, he's facing forwards, same as them, and then the next scene, he's facing backwards, facing <laughs> Brian Blessed. Right. And he's still talking like normal. Like it's like, oh, it's another scene. I'm just facing the other way. And then the other scene, he's going back to normal. So <laughs> no, whether, he, whether he turned to talk to him, it's I just, don't know. <laughs> it's, just a ma- it's just a master of the jet ski. Yeah. <laughs> that did make me laugh. And I was like, holy shit. He's totally facing the wrong way. <laughs> Why did Clytus' eyes pop out of his head when he died? I, I don't know. His death was so weird. Oh, yeah. He just, he got impaled. He sort of melted. I like yeah. the fact that he's kind of suplexed or <laughs> yeah. onto those spikes. I thought yeah. that was fun. But oh, man. why did his, yeah, his tongue and his eyes just kind of <laughs> popped out of his head? I, I don't know. I, d- I thought he was, he was very easily overpowered for what I was assuming he was going to be a very powerful yeah. adversary. Oh, I assume yeah. he just seemed a bit sinister rather than particularly tough. Okay. I'd say Flash Gordon could give him a leg <laughs> I'd say Flash Gordon couldn't do anything without a metal ball. Yeah. Well, yeah. Maybe he thought he was the ball. <laughs> Tin face. True. <laughs> do you remember the bit near the end with Timothy Dalton when he ran in? I think everyone was like, he was freeing people or something. And he went, go on, you're free, you bastards. Yeah, I know. Was <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there any really need for that? <laughs> I, I assume that, that was just Timothy Dalton. Yeah, that bit of dialogue was definitely like not scripted. It was just like, go on, go on, Tim, do what you need to do. <laughs> go, go say something. Because he said bastard three or four times. <laughs> and I'm sure he was the only person that did. Yeah. 
I thought Brian Blessed would come out with something similar, but I think he wanted to be Sean Bean. Oh, yeah. maybe you bastard. Yeah, bastard. <laughs> <laughs> he might have yeah. done. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so funny, but I, I didn't. I didn't like that bit though when uh, Flash Gordon was walking through that. Was he walking through like a swamp or a desert or something? And that big fucking spider thing sort of encapsulated him and like took him into the. Oh yeah. Oh, that was horrible. And like they had to cut the sack, sort of thing. I thought, oh, that's rank. <laughs> but then I don't like spiders like that big. <laughs> not, you mean human sized spiders? Not that they exist. <laughs> I'll be honest. I wouldn't be keen on a human sized spider. <laughs> yeah, no. I, don't, I don't like. I'm not keen on Aragog. <laughs> I'd panic if I saw a human-sized hamster. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, it'll unnerve me. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And me. <laughs> yeah, the bit um, when he puts his hand into the tree stump as well and they've got them poisonous things that... I remember Wood that. beast. Yeah, I remember that bit really scaring me when I was younger. Really? Yeah, it scared the shit out of me and I wouldn't put my hand anywhere near any holes. <laughs> I mean... When I was younger. <laughs> 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 yeah, I did. I did not enjoy that one bit. It still brought about memories, and I was like, "Oh, this is horrible." Oh, that <laughs> probably made me laugh. <laughs> I wouldn't put my hand near any hole. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I used to. I used to climb a lot of trees when I was younger as well in the woods, Wigginton Park in the woods. There's lots of holes and stumps and things, and it used to remind me of Flash Gordon. I was like, ah, fuck this. What? I don't know why you would just be sticking your hand in random holes in the tree anyway. I was weird. Yeah, yeah I was I was strange when I was younger. Also, if you when don't like younger? trees with holes in, stop climbing trees. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pick new trees. <laughs> stop climbing stuff. <laughs> and the Prince, sorry, the, the Prince Volton reference queen at the end, where he's like, oh, well, who wants to live oh, forever? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I did like that. Yeah. But um, I've got some I've got some trivia, some just bullet points, if you wanted to know some trivia. You can bang it out. So Max von Sydow's outfit weighs... Well, cut seven... it out if it's too boring. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> His outfit weighs 70 pounds, so he could only wear it for a few minutes at a time. Amazing. Which is probably why he looks so robotic. Why? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> why, why? How was that 70 pounds? <laughs> exactly. Um, 20 cast members also starred in various James Bond movies. Yeah. Okay. And proper cast members that were in it, not just like art staff and like oh, in the background. Everybody sort of apart from Flash Gordon, then based on that, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, they're all in the same room for like most of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, the director wanted Kurt Russell to play Flash Gordon, but yes. he, he declined it because oh. he said the character lacked personality. Wasn't there someone else no. as well? I thought it was there was Kurt Russell and somebody else. Swayze. Was that? Swayze. <laughs> no, <I'm laughs> that. that would have been it. Amazing as well. <laughs> Swayze or Kurt Russell? This Flash would have been eight. eight. Oh, that would have been Actually, wouldn't because I gave Steel Dawn a five. <laughs> yeah. And apparently, uh, George Lucas was a really big fan and he wanted to direct it or do something with it, but then he decided to do Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. Good on him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, his career would have. He definitely took been the right different. turn there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. He took a lower budget. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to go and do a different film. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And a better film. A yeah. way better film. And um, Didn't Star Wars come out before this, though? The first one, yeah, wasn't that like seventy eight? Yes, it was. It was actually because yeah. um, Alien was seventy eight ish, seventy nine. Yeah, it's definitely seventies, and I think yeah. Alien came out just after the first um, A New Hope because yeah. they gave that a massive budget to compete with Star Wars because they were so impressed with what 
George I Lucas think did. A New Hope was 77. New Hope was 77. What was the other one? Alien? Alien. Alien. And that is... So either late 77 79. or 78. Okay. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. And the last bit of nugget of information was uh, nobody knew how to end the movie. So, oh, Sam, yeah, so Sam J. Jones just ran towards the camera at the end, jumped and screamed, yeah! And that was it. <laughs> it's a bit like our podcast, isn't it? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. yeah. How do we start or finish this? I don't know. I don't know. Make, make it up. <laughs> just do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Loves a beer at Steve. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Throw a desperado on the floor. <laughs> yeah. I'll have another. <laughs> so just, just to go over that, rather than gloss over that bit with George Lucas then, what, it's probably because the film would have been in talks for a long time oh yeah I would imagine so, so it's just that he jumped projects and, yeah. and did Star Wars instead and yeah lucky for the better <laughs> yep yeah that's it. right what's what's next up okay so it's a uh, Starship Troopers nice and this was my pick so came out in 1997 directed by Paul Verhoeven who did Robocop Total Recall Showgirls Basic Instinct Hollow Man Black Book he is a a bit of a beast big that is strong yeah Hollow Man Stands out amongst all of them. Being <laughs> yeah, slightly different. Yeah, I'm sure Ming the Mercer was in that. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, Showgirls wasn't very good either. But okay, so it's also it'd starring. Be, be good when I was 17. Casper Van Dien, Denise Richards. That's what you said. <laughs> yeah, They're from Safe for the Velvet, wasn't it? Yeah, I can't remember her name though. Elizabeth something. Yeah, something like that. But yeah, it was. Anyway, if you've stopped Sorry. thirsting over <laughs> Continue. Women, again. Women, women in the 90s. He's made it through halfway through the episode. <laughs> I don't know. Didn't he start off with something? Florence Pugh. Oh, you oh, did. Oh, yes. Pugh. Not Pugh. Florence <laughs> Pugh. <laughs> Florence Pugh. <laughs> Matt loves Florence's poo. <laughs> I've been to Florence. It's nice. Hashtag grim. He doesn't put his hands in holes. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Wait till it's out. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna read the cast out. We've gone we've gone weird. Uh weird uh We've gone all Ming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so starring Casper Van Dien, Denise Richards, Dina Mayer, Jake Busey, Seth Gilliam, Patrick Muldoon, Neil Patrick Harris, Clancy Brown, and Michael Ironside. And Elizabeth Banks. No? Who? No. You mean Amy Smart? I meant Amy Smart. Did you say Amy Smart? No. Okay, that's what I meant. Because she was only in it for two scenes. I don't know why I said Elizabeth Banks. It's not me. It's probably because we said Elizabeth for Saved by the Bell. It's the two blondes, isn't it? Yeah, it's the two blondes. Two blondes was, one, yeah. was Elizabeth Banks the other blonde that no. you were thinking no. of? No, no. no. I've just no. made up my own two. Just another two blondes. <laughs> if this is now, the first episode now. anyone's listened to, this will make no sense. If yeah. you've listened since episode one, long time listener, <laughs> then you'll understand... Yeah, I always got two two Matt's Hollywood blondes. <laughs> yeah, two Hollywood blondes mixed up, and it was always who? Sorry, Roger Mitchell. Roger Mitchell and oh, Naomi, oh Watts. Naomi Watts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I always get them two mixed up. And clearly, I'm also an idiot because <laughs> I just said completely the wrong name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So not starring Amy Smart, but she was busy <laughs> in it. Yeah. Twice, I think. Yeah, she was. And glorious because of it. Anyway, my uh, stupid little synopsis. In the future, a selection of beautiful yet oddly Caucasian-featured Latinas must train and fight together under Earth's totally not Nazi-esque jingoistic culture to kill some big scary bugs in a war that we obviously started, much to the confusion of many, many real-world critics and detractors. <laughs> <laughs> and I gave this a 9 out of 10 because this is close <laughs> to being a masterpiece. And I will stand by that until my dying day. So, uh... What, what did you what did you two give it before I start going off on one? I gave this an eight point five out of ten. Ooh. 
because large. It's, yeah, I concur. This is this film is incredible. Yeah, absolutely amazing. Yeah. For for what for what your expectations might be, if you've ever seen anything <clears throat> or read anything about this film, yeah. it far surpasses any expectations that I ever had about this film when I first watched it, and still again, it's incredibly done. Even though it's a bit daft, yeah, it's daft. But if anyone Incredibly watches this well. and they're only watching the surface you're missing out on so much yeah, it's I mean, such yeah. a good film it, but yeah. it's such a it's such a silly film but so well done it's really weird it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's got odd. it's because it's got a very 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 clever undercurrent of yeah satire in yeah it's incredible mainly America yeah or poor behavens <laughs> leaning toward uh, piss take of right wing America at least mm. but anyway sorry Matt what, did, you, did you like it and give it a three <sighs> Yeah, I'll, I'll give it a nine. Yeah, good. <laughs> hated it. <laughs> Absolutely hated it. It was so shit. Nine. <laughs> I would have given this a ten, but I've got a couple of negatives. And yeah. these might not be negatives that are actually there because mm. it might have been deliberate choices that I've just not picked up on. Okay. So, like I said in the synopsis, uh, all the characters are Latin or from kind of Argentina. Yeah. Argentina way. And none of the actors are Latin based. But I don't know if that's a deliberate choice in the casting to highlight that maybe America's gone everywhere or whether it's just because it was the 90s and it still happens today, actually. And you can't cast anyone outside of a Caucasian <laughs> hottie. Right. <laughs> yeah. if, it, if it's the latter... Yeah. That's why it's not a 10. If it's a deliberate choice as part of the satire, I'll give it a 10. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's the feeling. I didn't really think too much about it. Um, I just glossed over it. But I would expect it was... I would it, assume it was the yeah. so. But just in case it isn't, I didn't want to give it a... Yeah, a thumbs up. A bang on score. I didn't want to put it up there with like Scream. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I mean, this film got absolutely panned when it came out mm. absolutely ripped apart unlawfully it, so yeah ridiculously so people a lot of the critics watched it and just claimed it as being uh, I noted a couple of the quotes down one note shallow yeah silly and it is silly but it's not only silly but I'm, you can't watch this film and call it one note or shallow yeah because you're not watching the film you don't get the film if, you, if you're doing that and the film's not wildly subtle in what it's portraying. I don't think no. it's... It's not pretending to be anything other no. than what it is. I mean, it's satire in kind of right-wing military uh, cultures. Hmm. Specifically, I think, America in the, in, at the time when it came out. But you've got, it starts off with a ridiculous montage of propaganda... The yeah. news segments I yeah. love. No, yeah, they are. Absolutely love. Yeah. They it's are such brilliant. A, <laughs> such yeah. a great way of, one, explaining what is going on in the film so that you, as the audience, understand the film, mm. the plot. But also the way it's done for the satire is so, so <laughs> yeah. good and so fun. Yeah. Because it's portraying the military as being this absolutely amazing thing that you should join, you must join if you want to be a citizen. And that it's fabulous and that you'll have a great life. And, yeah. Uh, there's all this and that. And then every battle that it shows you is the exact opposite yeah. of what it's saying it is. Yeah. Literally, <laughs> everybody's dying. 
Yeah. It's brutal. Yeah. It's absolutely <laughs> gory as hell. People are getting scythed in half. The heads are falling off. Yeah. They, they, show, they show you this every time immediately after a military yeah. like, promo. Yeah. yeah. Come and join us. Would you like to know more? Yeah. <laughs> and then it's that. Yeah. And you're like, oh, okay. And critics <laughs> at the time obviously do need to know more because they're like, is this just silly and vulgar? I'm like, no, it's not. It's not at all. <laughs> you donuts. It's absolutely the opposite. I need to slap the table then, but it's glass and that would be silly on a, bo- yeah. <laughs> on a podcast. <laughs> yeah, so the, all the propaganda that's going on, it's whipping up the teens and uh, the, the young people in on Earth. I can't just keep saying America because it, it's kind of global, I think, at this point. Yeah. Whipping everybody up into a frenzy, whipping all the teens and the youth up into a frenzy to join the army, to join the military, <laughs> to get this citizenship, to have this great career, to be to be a hero. Yeah. And then... All of these kids are just getting killed killed by an enemy that is clearly superior in a fighting tactics than we are. They're much stronger. They're much better at this than we are. Well, yeah. they, it takes them, like at one point, I think there's about 10, 15 soldiers trying to shoot <laughs> one bug and yeah. it's just not dying. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think that's the one that eventually like takes out Rico's leg, isn't it? It, like, just, it just kills everybody in front of him and then... Yeah, in the first battle scene. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah and it... I don't understand that you can miss the point of it. It absolutely slates kind of military culture and jingoism, <laughs> nationalism, and yeah. war. As <laughs> it absolutely rips it apart. But and uh, I like the circular nature of the film as well. So every time there's a battle, they come back, they're all beaten, mm. and then there's immediately there's another battle they've got to go to straight away. There's no <laughs> kind of there's yeah. no rest. There's no. no there's no end. At the, even the very end battle, they've won. Well, the film portrays it as winning at that point when they find the brain bug. Yeah. And then literally, there's the propaganda thing right at the end where <laughs> it's Johnny Rico is saying, join up with the army. Yeah. Because his reward for what he's done is to fight some more. <laughs> Woo! Yeah. yeah. Get out there and uh, do it again. Yeah. Because obviously, it's, it's just piss-taking uh, fascism. Yeah. There's... Starts off whenever you meet like Zim is going to be the first one. Yeah, Zim is this big badass played by Clancy Brown, a uh, drill instructor. Yeah, and because these are the first people you see in charge at the start of the film, and they look like they've been there, they've done it, they've seen it. All the kids will be looking up to them. They're like, "This guy knows what he's doing." These people know what they're doing. There's Michael Ironside as well. Mm. And then at the end of the film, that character is played by Johnny Rico. He's yeah. now in charge. So all these kids are looking up to him as like, oh, he's a he's a war hero. He's decorated. He's this now. He's literally yeah. been doing it for what a year at that point. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah I don't. That, yeah, that's the only <laughs> thing about the film is it doesn't really give you a timeline. So I, I think it says twelve months just before the first battle, ah, just before it? the last battle. I think. Okay. So. Yeah. Fair enough. But he's not been there long anyway. It doesn't yeah. feel like it. You can sort of go in as a private, have one war, and then you come out as a colonel, and you're like, oh, sound. Yeah. <laughs> yeah but that's <laughs> because he used his moves from the from the East kind thing. of American football yeah, type yeah. game. Yeah. <laughs> Because he got so many field promotions, all of a sudden he's now in this position <laughs> where he's a sergeant or a colonel or whatever he ends up being. Yeah. So, and if the film was to start then, you'd be looking at that guy as, oh, he's been there all, he's seen it, he's done it, he must have been there for ages. <laughs> yeah. And he hasn't. It's just because of the circular edge of the film. So many people die, <laughs> yeah, then so... kids will be in charge in 12 <laughs> yeah. months' time. Yeah, yeah. And it will just keep going on and on and on and on. <laughs> yeah. And I, I, just, I just think it's ace. It's so, so good. As well, for its age, for it's 1997, isn't it? 
Yeah, it's 25 yeah. years old nearly. The CGI for the books is pretty good. It is. Yeah, it's not yeah, bad. Yeah, it is. Oh, for, Holds up well enough. Yeah, for, for a film that you'd expect, not like B-movie, but I think a lot of people sort of look down towards this film in, in its quality, its standard. of. Oh, a lot of people do. Yeah. <laughs> so considering that is the perspective of the film, yeah, it's very well done. Very well done, CGI-wise. Yeah. I mean, the film itself is incredibly done. It's massively undervalued. Yeah. But yeah, I, I, that was the first thing I noticed, because I, I couldn't remember. I assumed the books would look awful, but they mm. looked really good for the ni- did, yeah. 1997. Yeah, yeah. We've we've watched some stuff, and we'll <laughs> talk about it, <laughs> yeah, uh, that is later than this, <laughs> which don't look as good, anywhere near as good. Yeah. No. No, I think it. I think it holds up well visually as well. Yeah. Yeah. The film, the topic of the film, will hold up for as long as humanity likes fighting stuff. Yeah, <laughs> but visually, I think it holds up, and it'll probably hold up for quite a long time as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, in talking about it, kind of satire, satirizing and mocking fascism and kind of nationalistic jingoism and stuff. A lot of the uniforms that they're wearing are clearly inspired by. Nazi uniforms. Oh yeah, the, yeah. I mean yeah. Neil Patrick it's, Harris at the end. I was going to say, yeah, <laughs> the military scientist. Big, yeah. yeah, when he comes out in his big black coat. <sighs> yeah, I'm like, how are you not getting that? Yeah, <laughs> I even put that down on there. I was like, fuck <laughs> me, he's a Nazi. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> holy shit. <laughs> it's like obviously SS inspired. Yeah, I th- I'm sure the logo of the Federation is similar to a, a Nazi logo as well. I'm sure I read that because I didn't know that. Right, but I can't remember which one it was and which one it looked like, so I can't say for sure. Yeah, but there's so many kind of unsubtle or apparently what I think are unsubtle but aren't yeah hints towards uh, it, it being a fascist state and the earth is ruled by fascists and the whole thing is this kind of propaganda stuff yeah that it's it's just great mm. <laughs> I love it so much I could watch this again now and I've only just watched it yeah. yeah and I'd enjoy it just as much yeah yeah it had been a while since I'd last watched it and I forgot I, I knew I loved this film but I forgot how much yeah I was giggling all the way through. Pretty I like the um, yeah. I like the variety of bugs as well. It wasn't just the ones with the pincers. It was literally like the big, massive blue things that come out and they're shooting things into the sky. And I was yeah, like, "That's amazing!" Six or seven, weren't the different bugs? Yeah, the only like thing the that, fire thing that they fired out. The only thing yeah. that was weird for me was the brain bug at the end. Yeah, because it was at one point it had an appendage that looked a little bit like a penis, and then <laughs> it's like face looked a little bit like a vagina. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it did. <laughs> now you put. Now you've said it. It did. But again, I fully expect that to be intentional because it's just uh, you know, the Willy Fanny bug. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's just everyone's a, favorite bug. Yeah, it's the brain bug. So it's it's, it's a silly film, but <laughs> we've we've lost Matt. Matt's gone. Willy, Willy Fanny bug. That's amazing. Sounds like someone's name. Jesus Christ, that's killed me. <laughs> Barry Bug and his wife, Willie Fanny Bug. <laughs> that should be Fanny Willie Bug, wouldn't it? <laughs> oh, man, I need a second. Oh, my <laughs> God. But yes, the array of bugs <sighs> was very good. I'd forgotten how many were in there. Yeah, there's It's just been a little while since I'd w- I've watched it. Yeah. And I can't believe how long <clears> it's been <throat> since I watched it because... I loved it so much. Yeah, this is this was my thinking when I, when I was rewatching it. I was thinking, why has it took me this long? Yeah, it's incredible. It is yeah. incredible. Yeah. I, I, I don't think enough people appreciate this mm. film. Yeah, it's got to be a decade, probably more, <laughs> since I watched it. 
And I mean, what's the, what's the the lead actor? Casper um, Van Dien. Yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't go as far as saying he's a great actor. I think he's no. pretty good in this role for what it is. Yeah, I think this suits him. This suits him. Mm. Um, but largely, the cast, of, the, I think they're all acting pretty well, considering it is just, a, it, not just a silly film, it is a very silly film. Mm. Yeah. They're all fairly believable. I think it's a difference between, like you were talking about Flash Gordon with its terrible dialogue. Yeah. Yes. And everything, it, cause, and there's some properly good actors in that. Yeah. And everyone sounds wooden. Or over the top, or can be apart from Max von Sydow because he can read the phone book and sound amazing. <laughs> Whereas this is so well written. The it dialogue is. is good. The dialogue's believable between the friends. There's some cheesy lines, and of course there are and some silly lines. It's the nineties as well. But I think the interaction. Yeah, it's the nineties. I think the interaction between the characters is great on the whole. I think it's brilliant. Yeah, yeah. And I think having such a good script can make an actor appear better. I'm not saying any of them are bad but can make an actor give a better performance I know what you're saying yeah then a good actor can make a bad script sound good yes because I don't think they can on the whole <laughs> yeah because I think there's been plenty of films that we've talked about where we've we've kind of panned and we've questioned the actor and his skill when really it probably is what they've had to work with yeah yeah I think more a bad, so a bad script's harder to get around than a bad actor yeah or a, a lesser actor yeah, yeah, and this cast, this cast is fairly strong for. Yeah, it is. It's got a lot of good kind of character actors in it. Yeah, I would say so. Yeah, I think, and I never used to think this because I think the last time I watched this must have been it's probably now thirty seven. I was probably twenty twenty one last time I watched this. It's been so long ago. Yeah, and I was always in a team Denise Richards. Yes, or <laughs> Carmen. Yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah, now. My favourite character in this is... I know you're going to say it. Dizzy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, by yeah. a long way. I mate. Yeah. yeah. Both as a character and as a, as a person. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, the... Because she's just great. Also, the, the captain of Denise Richards. Um, When she goes to the first pilot, that ship. When she goes to... From the academy. The female captain. Yes, the female captain. She's also very nice. You thirsting uh, again? <laughs> nope. <laughs> no, no, I thought it was comparing women in this film. What? <laughs> no. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm trying to compare characters. Oh. That oh, no, sorry. I thought happened was... to be women. Oh, no, I thought you was like, who's the hottest? They're... I was no, like, okay, no. I can answer that one. It's because it's his love interest. So there's, uh, there's yeah. obviously a t- there's like a love triangle. I did get really upset actually when she died. This is it because is sad, I was like, it? it was just sad, just the, just the way she said, um, it's okay because I got to get you, I got to have you. I was and like, then, oh, that's really bad. And then it's like, don't, don't let go or don't, yeah, or stay with me or something. Yeah. I think it's as well, just because, yeah, it was sad. They just sorry about that, Matt's thirsting. Just uh, broke all of the headphones. <laughs> we had haunted, haunted headphones for haunted headphones. Haunted headphones for, for Matt's just all round inappropriateness. Probably a good 10, 15 minutes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we can pretend that we just stopped recording to tell him off, but we didn't. No. No, nah, it's all good. It's all staying in. But it's more about the love triangle that is between um What's his name? Rico. Rico, of Rico. course it is. It's kind of a love square though, isn't it? Because Xander's part of it. Uh, yeah. yeah, but no one likes him. A douche. Uh, and then... I quite like Xander. Did you? Yeah, he's all right. Oh, he's a douche. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway. We- weirdly, <laughs> their fight scene that they have, 
when um, the military first meet up with the fleet. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. when they have that massive... Well, they have massive, a little scrap, yeah, don't they? In, yeah. in the hall full of loads of people. Yeah. yeah. There's some like weird, easy-listening acoustic 90s track that's played over the top of that. That's a Mazzy star. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm not having that being called weird. It's weird because... Oh, yeah, it's an odd setting. It's context. an odd track for the... It's not... Yeah, it was weird that it was <laughs> in that scene. It's not... There's nothing wrong with that track. Fade Into You by Mazzy Star. Absolute belter. <laughs> the music in this is actually pretty good in yeah, places. Not going to insult one of my favourite bands in any context. <laughs> it's the first I've heard you talk about them. Are you kidding? And I've never fake, heard of them. Fake fan. Fake fan. <laughs> I've, legit, I've legitimately got it on vinyl. Because <laughs> I'm a hipster. <laughs> You're odd. No, just a, a knob. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, aren't we all? <laughs> But anyway, yeah, we're not talking about their physical looks. Oh, okay. Because no. everybody in the film is hot. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. physically, everyone is. Everyone. It's fine. a pretty good looking cast, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I just mean the character of Diz. It's more. Yeah. I didn't appreciate. It's just gone again, clicking. But we'll ignore it. I didn't appreciate her as much when I was younger. Yeah. As I do now, I'm older. Yeah. And I was like, she's fiercely loyal. She's properly tough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And obviously, yeah, she's attractive as well. But yeah, that's my uh, yeah. That's my Diz. Diz I liked, love. I liked Michael Ironside when he was obviously like the the hard, tough sort of guy. That, that uh, what was is Michael now? Ironside the guy from Breaking Bad? No, that's the commander at the post. Okay, sort of thing. Yeah, he like, plays Hank. Yeah, it was weird seeing him intimate. Yeah, it was. Which yeah. one was Michael Ironside? Michael Ironside's the one with the the metal hand. Ratchet, Ratchet, yes, yeah. he yeah. is amazing. He's wicked. Yes. Yeah, yeah, he's wicked. Yeah. But I just love the bit where like they go into battle and then they come back and he says um, that line that he was like, uh, "I expect the best and I give the best. Here's the beer and here's the entertainment." <laughs> and he yeah. just lets them crack on with it. But then he, he, you know, obviously knows that Diz likes Rico, and when he sees them two cracking on, he's like, oh, "They just call it and say, right, okay, everyone ready in five minutes." And then when they opens up like Rico's tent and he realises that like, obviously Diz says, oh, hi, sir, sort of thing. He's like, yeah, make it 10. Is it, no, he says, he says uh, is it, make it 20. It, was it make it 20? Yeah, like, that was make, it, make it 20. Make, I'll be out in five. Like, yeah. yeah, and then they looked at each other like yeah. Diz and Rico. Have and they we were got like, 20? 20? Yeah, like, we can make it work. I was like, I'd be finished long ago. Yeah. You fucking animal. I'd be, I'd be <laughs> way through eating my sandwich at that point. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, no, the, the first 10 minutes is fine, mate. I've seen it. What do you have on it, sandwich? Ooh. It depends what's on the fridge, wouldn't it? But there'd definitely be some cheese in there. <laughs> cheese, bit of pastrami. Bit of Yarlsberg. Some mustard. Definitely <laughs> mustard. A Yarlsberg Dijon mustard sandwich. <laughs> Anything to replenish the energy from the previous 47 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Five mil of Lucas 8. <laughs> All that glucose, get it down here. Yeah. One smarty. <laughs> on the on the subject of of there's no sex scene, but the the context of it. What I what I thought was um, was pretty cool about this film is that they have. I mean, it's not a good idea that they have unisex showers yeah. in a military setting because yeah. they're just going to get nothing done. But <laughs> what I liked about it is that it didn't make a big deal out of it. Yeah, and it was, it was just there. It was completely desensitized. Yeah, it's cool that was. And it was just everyone. Yeah, they were literally there, just 
Alan yeah. Shah having like top bants with yeah. each other. Yeah. Whereas they could have run away with that and made like Flash Gordon. Yeah. Could have made it a completely Jesus. sexually charged film. And yeah, it wasn't. It was yeah. just it wasn't twenty people being mates. <laughs> yeah. Essentially and giving each other shit. <laughs> yeah. And I, I thought that was pretty that was, that was pretty cool for yeah. Ming strolls into the shower room his seventy pound costume. <laughs> Hi ladies. <laughs> and his power potion. <laughs> Five millilitres. Slip, <laughs> yeah, slips it into the cold water storage tank. <laughs> Have some of that. His, bo- his boost bar. Slips right into the cold water storage tank. His, um, his, po- his power yeah, potion. I yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was talking about his penis. Ah, okay. <laughs> but it was a similar thing with the, the football at the beginning. Or yeah. The future American football thing that was multi gendered as well. Yeah. Not gendered. Uh, yeah. yeah. Speedball, yeah, yeah, yeah. isn't it? I know yeah. what you mean. Yeah, they yeah, did because yeah. Diz was playing with Rico and yeah, and seemingly just as hard as everyone else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's fine. Yeah, I, I, I like that about this film. It's very, very. It's yeah. It, it's not. It's not highlighted. It's not mentioned. It's not. It's just not a thing. Is what it is. Talked yeah. about. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's quite refreshing. I suppose you can probably read into it if you think about it, which I did, because <laughs> it was similar to, you know, when the first Sky Marshal steps down after everyone gets obliterated <laughs> in the first battle yeah. Yeah. and the second yeah. one gets appointed and it's a, a, a black Ooh. woman. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. I was thinking, oh, I like that as a, as a thing. I like the fact that that's not even, it's not mentioned. It's just, she's the best person for the job. Yeah. She's next. She's super, she's the commander now. Exactly. That's good. But then I thought, because of how it's portraying Earth as being this kind of fascist, almost Nazi kind of state that's obsessed with war, yeah. Uh, I started thinking, I wonder why that's been placed in there. Is there a specific reason? And then I thought, I'm wondering if we're so far in the future that because we found something that's even different from us as the kind of always in power middle class or middle to upper class white man. Yeah. Have we now kind of put our differences on earth to side a little bit and ignored that because there's somebody out there that's even more different. Yeah, because maybe. at least everyone here has two legs. So now rather than gender or colour or yeah. w- or whatever, we're now picking on eight legs or four legs or six legs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. As opposed to and I don't I don't know if that was just if that was deliberate, whether I'm just over overthinking <laughs> it. No. I quite like the but, fact that like I say, it it that wasn't made a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. It was just these are the people that are best for the job. Yeah. They get it. Yeah, it's quite good. Yeah. This is a Unisex locker room, just yeah. get on with it. Yeah. Football, <clears throat> male and female, fine. Get on with it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was I thought that was positive. One of many many positives in the film. Yeah, yeah. I will query, not related at all. Where was the meteor destroyer cannon? Oh yeah. When they destroyed Earth. What meteor destroyer? Is that the one at the beginning? You see the they show that they've got blown. Yeah, they show you that they've now got defenses where um, they've got cannons on the ships in Mm. space, so that any uh, comets, meteors that are hurled by the aliens, Clondathu or something, they they get blown up by the cannons. Yeah, and it's just sort of like not there. Yeah, I just assumed maintenance. <laughs> it was it was their one day off. Yeah, yeah. It's just been serviced. They turned it off. It was on lockdown for the weekend. <laughs> I just assumed that they didn't think we'd care. It would get there. 
hmm. or that hmm. they had the possibility of throwing one into Earth. Well, they no, because they already they show you them shooting one down that is heading to Earth. They destroy it. Oh, in that case, then I don't know. Yeah, it's not a massive bear. It's mm. not a massive bug bear. But yeah, it's, um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was just something I noticed. Yeah. I, d- I didn't notice, so I, d- I don't know. I noticed the guy that um, the the big guy that they kept calling stupid and dumb, just because he was big and he was obviously oh, the yeah. best, the best one that was in the best shape. The farmer, the whole yeah, yeah. the whole film. And he sort of took his helmet off when he had a malfunction with it and then got shot in the head, which is brutal, shocking. Absolutely I savage. hate that scene. That's horrible. It's a, it's a good scene, but it makes yeah. me... Because I knew it was happening, it just made me cringe on yeah, the yeah. way up to it. And like within five seconds of that happening, like Zim is like, uh, Rico, you, you're relieved of squad command like straight away. Like Within five seconds, he's lost everything and it's just like, holy shit, man, this is real. <laughs> well, he's just got a man killed. It's literally, yeah. yeah. And it's like, holy shit. But um, that guy that got shot, um, I recognised him from somewhere and I was like, where the hell is he from? And he plays the sailor who fights um, in Dragon. Have you seen Dragon? Based yeah. on the Bruce Lee story. Yes. Yeah, he plays the sailor in the dance, like the ballroom. He's like the big guy that goes after Jason, yeah. Jason Scott Lee, is it? Who plays Bruce Lee? I can't remember that fight. Yeah. Yeah, you have to, you have to find it. He sort of like tries and hits on Bruce Lee's date. In the like a ballroom sort of like party sort of area at the hmm. very beginning. Oh right, and okay. he didn't know he's Bruce Lee because yeah. obviously, yeah, and he gets he gets fucked up. <laughs> I haven't seen it. Is it worth watching? Yeah, it's okay. really good. It, it depends on your expectation, I think. Yeah, and what you want out of it. I think there's a based lot of... on match with you, mediocre. I will always <laughs> tell you from a '90s film that oh, it's the best film ever because <laughs> I always heavily rely on nostalgia. And it oh, takes, uh, me, it takes me straight back. Wait a minute. Yeah. yeah. You're on about the the story of Bruce Lee. Yes. Um, yeah, Dragging the Bruce Lee story, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, and I was getting mixed up with the one that was fairly recent, about five, six oh, years ago. Oh, no, I haven't seen that one yet. No, but, I know, no, but I know which one you're on about because me and you spoke about it a while hmm. ago. I see, I've watched that one. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Starship Troopers? Starship Troopers. Hmm. Let's bring it back home. Oh, they're saying that I think I pretty much waffled on everything that I was going to say. <laughs> yeah, just one, one more thing that was um, part of part of the fun promos. Oh, okay, so two more things. Neil Patrick Harris shows everybody how to obliterate a bug on his own <laughs> yeah. fairly quickly. Yes. <laughs> Not one person does it in the battlefield. <laughs> no, I assume it's a slightly more pressured situation. Yeah, yeah. Go but for the would, nervous system. You would also imagine <laughs> that they would be showing every soldier that, and they'd be practicing for that moment. And then they have like a horde of soldiers, and like a couple of bugs that they would be able to get it done. <laughs> um, but obviously, then it wouldn't be as fun if they could just easily kill all the bugs because yeah, that'd be a bit shit, and we want to see them in peril. Yeah, plus mm. them flying bugs as well. When they got oh, to yeah. the scene, they were horrendous. When they oh, were just yeah. like coming, flying down with their wings and chopping heads off, I was like, what the fuck are these? When they get overrun in the, uh, oh. the yeah, outpost. That, like, outpost thing, that yeah. was horrible. That was pretty cool. Also, yeah. I suppose if you're thinking about it from the propaganda point of view, that video is going to make it look easy. Yeah, yeah. because they wanted to, everyone yeah. to join up. And in reality, it's not. Is yeah. the, it's yeah. hard. Oh, this is difficult. <laughs> yeah, it is hard. And the fact there's like a general hiding in a cupboard and then, <laughs> and then they're <laughs> yeah. saved and then he's like, crying like a little baby and oh peril all that sort of stuff and he's like oh god this is going to happen that's going to happen and he's outside in the courtyard just on his knees he's a general yeah. and like they just say oh just shoot him 
And then yeah, straight away, literally, literally straight away, Rorschach's just like, yeah, right. It's like, no, no, don't. Like, Calm down, mate. He's a general. <laughs> no, the, the bit I was going to mention, um, it was another advert and it was like, uh, it was it was saying to the country, do your part. And it was all the kids trying to stamp on all the cockroaches. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. I just thought that was stupid. Was Some funny. of them were hilarious. Yeah, I enjoyed it. That bit was amazing. Yeah. Well, the real propaganda in like World War Two, there was stuff like, Germans eat your babies yeah, or yeah. eat their babies. Oh, yeah. just weird yeah. stuff. Germans They're... eat babies. Nazis Obviously eat babies. Not true, like, yeah. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> That's Ridiculous. You think do people believe that? But obviously they did. Mm. And you hear some of the crazy shit that goes around now. <laughs> and people believe some weird stuff. Yeah. Yeah. About other people. It's like mob mentality, isn't it? It's just yeah. you just jump on it to, That's it. to have Yeah, yeah. It just have something to Yeah. Yeah, it's just, just lack of Brain cells, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. And wildly. Yeah. Awful media. <laughs> I think I'm done on Sausage Troopers. I'd highly recommend it to yeah. anyone. Me too. Yeah, it's really, really good. Although, everybody should watch it. Every, yes, everyone definitely. should watch it. How, many, really how many Starship Troopers films was there in the end? Three I think and an animation. Is that? Yeah. I've not seen the animation. I haven't seen the second one. I've seen two and three. I can remember... I've seen one and two. Right. Me and Dickie watched one, two and three in a row. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, this was probably the one I was 21, 22. <laughs> the last time I saw any of them. Yeah. One, brilliant. Two, I can remember being rough or bad, <laughs> but I can't remember why. And then three, I can remember we enjoyed much more, but I think that's because Johnny Rico came back into it. He's not oh, into okay. it, but he comes back into it in three. And Amazing. I don't know, I can't remember if the film was any good or if we just got excited. The nostalgia of Johnny Rico. Probably drunk yeah, the, yeah. on the third film. Johnny Rico was back in it and That's I think we were shouting at the telly a bit. <laughs> Amazing. Rico's <laughs> rough next. So I've got a good memory of the third <laughs> film but I think if I watched it again yeah. I wouldn't. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. I think, I think I've, I'm sure I've watched two and I'm pretty sure I enjoyed it. Yeah. Did you notice that when Rico went to the new Roughneck group um, that uh, the guy was the preacher from Walking Dead? No. Because I'm not that Oh, okay. Involved with Walking Dead. Yeah, I'm. No. I'm I've stopped watching it. What um, season was that? I think in? it was late, late, like season oh, no seven chance. or eight or something like that. Walking Dead. Yeah, he, he played like a preacher, like a father. Um, I gave up on three, I think, or four. Yeah. Just went on way too long. Yeah. Still yeah. is. Still is. It's yeah. still going. Yeah. It's like, call it's, it's it a crazy. Day. Yeah. So what's a, what's our third and final Alien World film? I'm saying Alien World because we've not mentioned what the actual theme is once yet. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We, we never yeah. do. No, we never yeah. do. We've, we're, we're a bit naff, really, aren't we? Yeah, we'll slip, yeah, slip in at the beginning. Oh. <laughs> 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 My film this week, um, set on an alien world, as is the theme, Pitch Black, came out in 2000, directed by, I don't know how I said this, uh, David Twohey? Not really sure. He did. Um, he did all the Riddick films, mm. okay. um, and the most recent one as well. I think he seems he's made a career out of Riddick. <laughs> Basically, yeah, he has done some others. I've not really heard of them, so that's ridiculous. I decided not to mention them. <laughs> it stars Vin Diesel, Ryder Mitchell, who we know from the Crazies from this podcast, and she was also in Silent Hill and Man on Fire. Mm-hmm. Also, often mistaken for Naomi Watts. Naomi Watts, apparently. Apparently. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, also noted uh, Cole Hauser, I think you say it. 
okay. I'll get Hauser, Hauser. I'll say, I'll say Hauser. Sure. Yeah. He's in Too Fast, Too Furious, uh, Olympus Has Fallen, Tears yes, of the Sun. I recognise him off. Fast, too Fast, Too Furious. Yeah. yeah. He's in a few things. Um, okay. Synopsis. Um, a commercial transport ship and its crew are marooned on a planet full of bloodthirsty creatures that only come out to feast at night. But then they learn that a month-long eclipse is about to occur. Uh, I liked this film. I thought it was. I think it's a nice prequel to the Riddick series. Uh, introduction to the character. I gave it a seven out of ten. Okay. What about you, Matt? I gave it a six. Okay. I am. Um, I gave it a seven. But I'm going to give you a quick boo for not doing a silly synopsis. I know. Sorry. I know you forgot. It's I fine. completely <laughs> forgot this week. Yeah, I gave it a seven out of ten. I think it, I don't like the the following Riddick films. I think they just are a bit bad. Okay, I, I quite liked the next one. But I like I like Pitch Black. I think Pitch Black's very good. I think it's a well made well made film, not the most original. No. But I think it's got original spots along the path of kind of well trodden tropes. <coughs> yeah. Yeah, it's a different it's a different film. Um I think largely in the way I mean it uses this yellow filter for most of it. Yeah. So it, I know so. I, I I didn't really enjoy it, if I'm honest. The right. the filter, but I understand why they used it. Because uh, they're trying to get a feel of An this different world. world that they're yeah. on. I yeah. quite liked some of the shots that they had with um, the planets coming yeah. over the horizon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I thought that was really cool. I thought the score was pretty good. And um, Riddick is the... I guess you'd class him as an anti-hero in this? Yeah, I think yeah, so. Yeah, I think so, yeah. I think, they, I think they tread that line pretty well in this film. Yeah. Rather than it being, I don't know forced and overused i think it's i think it it plays fairly well into the character of riddick that he's he he's not afraid of doing something good but he is out for himself Mm. i think this was probably vin diesel's best performance to date I think I he's think very he's good. Great yeah. in this film. Yeah. I think he's Riddick is perfect for him. Stacked in this. Yeah, he is. He's an absolute <laughs> unit. Yeah, but I disagree slightly with because one of the things I wrote down as a negative was that they're constantly saying how bad he is and how much of a git he is and how many people he's killed. Mm. And he's very, very rarely until the end. He's not shown at all as being anything other than fairly decent. On the whole, mm. he doesn't do anything anti the rest of the party. He doesn't do anything. He's he's often there helping or trying to do what he can. Granted, he's trying to get off the world himself. But I just would have liked it if he was a bit more obviously grey or a bit more kind of morally complex. I know yeah. right at the end, he was it was shown like he was going to leave without them. But yeah. I think even that was ambiguous. Yeah. Because... He likes winding people up. I think that's been established all the <laughs> way through the film. Yeah. That he likes playing the hard man. And, and he does... Pretending get, that he doesn't care. He does get them to some temporary safety. It would be a bit odd to have not just left them there if he was... Yeah. Yeah. ...going to leave. It's a very minor point. I just wish there would have been a bit more complexity and grayness mm. to his, to his think, motives. Yeah, I think, for me, the film didn't really call for it early on. No, because there not. wasn't a lot really to deal with. Other than the cop, Carl Hauser. Hmm. Um, other than him, there wasn't really much for Riddick to deal with until it started getting pitched back, really. Mm. No, not really, but... So, and like you say, he's, be... he's trying to... Yeah, but... But then again, you're only taking the word of 
a merc, you are, I yeah, suppose. You are, <laughs> and I think he is also, like you say, trying to get off the planet. And Yeah, he's not he, idiotic enough to maybe just randomly start killing people. Yeah, I did, that, I'm not saying I, wanted, I didn't want him to start killing the party. No, I no, just... No. I just would have liked something. I don't know, maybe a past clip or something, but probably budgetary constraints might have yeah. stopped yeah. that. Yeah. Okay. I like, I like you said about some of the funny moments that was in it. Um, I liked when that guy was sort of like a survivor um, from the crash and he goes stumbling up to the door and then the guy shoots him from behind the Australian guy, Deke, I think it was, and he thought it was Riddick. And like, oh, she yeah. shoots him, and he's like, "Oh my god, crikey!" I thought it, I thought it was Riddick, and then like he zooms in backwards, and, and Riddick's, Riddick's just, just chilling the back. Yeah. under the parasol with I, the drink. I loved that shot. I thought that was ace. <laughs> That's really good. That there's is. a few, there's a few things like that, and like Riddick's just lurking in the background, yeah. or yeah. there's just in that rib cage thing as well. And he like snatches a hair off, and mm. like he's like he's just there, and like you can't see him because the shadows and everything. It's all oh, that's pretty good. Yeah, I love yeah. that. I like the fact, especially with like you say that scene where you, sn- you cut the hair. Yeah, the first sort of twenty thirty minutes of this film, it was almost setting it up like a slasher flick. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah. It was like setting up that Riddick's going to go on a spree. Yeah, yeah, and then it didn't. It turned into a survival film. I yeah. thought that was quite. I, I quite liked that. I mean, yeah, I, I um, the feeling I got from this film overall is that it is more about the relationship between the group. Yeah, and deal and like I say, like a survival film, um, and you know dealing with Riddick as the unknown entity they don't really know yeah. whether he is good or whether he is because like I say there's yeah. nothing overly bad that he does yeah but he's got the rep but he's got the rep um, <laughs> and he can obviously handle himself yeah yeah and he's got polished eyeballs <laughs> yes <laughs> I loved the intro you know when they're and crashing mate, and it's, just about to say that it's, like, it's void of any sound yeah. it's just the voiceover of Riddick yeah I, yeah so and he's got voice. such a good voice he's yeah, such a know. good voice and I think they gave him some really good lines in this as well yeah some of them are a bit cheesy but I think overall they were pretty cool for mm. for its day um I really enjoyed it yeah um yeah I think like dialogue wise it was it was okay I think there was a couple that were yeah, there was a couple. There was a couple. There was, I wrote them down, but I've not, I don't think I've brought them with me. There was one when he was uh, ghost me motherfucker. Yes. <laughs> I thought that was cheesy. Yeah. yeah. But there was also one a bit later on when he was like, um, I think it was when he just started to get dark or something. And I think he said to Ryder Mitchell, it was like, like, you're not afraid of the dark, are you? <laughs> it was like, oh, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah. I think... When I said uh, I don't think it's the most original film, I think it's got bits of originality in it. Yeah, yeah. like quite, quite, a, quite, a, quite good bits. Yeah, but I think overall there's a lot of fairly standard tropes in it, and this isn't a knock to the film. Tropes exist because yeah. they work on the whole. Hmm. But you've got the kind of group of strangers that have to kind of band together to fight a stranger or strange enemies, aliens in this case. Yeah, uh, bad guy is the good guy, and the good guy is the bad guy. Twist. Yep. Yeah. I think that's fairly fairly overused. Yeah. yeah, fairly overused. And then the worst one, this is the one that kind of knocked the film down a little bit for me, that we've got a good plan. Somebody does something stupid that scuppers the plan. Yeah. So the third act can happen. Yeah. Like the man who crawls away. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely no quite, reason yeah. to. Yeah. <laughs> and that's, there's just little bits that I think, Paul, that stop the film being great. But it yeah. is, it's really good. I'd, I'd happily watch it time and time again yeah mainly because I, I, I think with it Vin Diesel carries this yeah he does so well he, he, he does 
I, I think the Riddick character itself is pretty good. I think it's probably why I enjoy the next Riddick film because, yeah, like I say, overall, I think as a yeah. film, it's probably not a great film. Yeah, but I enjoy Vin Diesel as Riddick. I yeah, only man. saw it once when it came out, so I would watch it again because I might, I've, I might be wrong. Maybe is, we'll do a Riddick. Is it the one yeah. where he's in the prison? And it's got Carl Urban, or is that a different one? That's uh, the next one. That's Chronicles of Riddick. Chronicles of Riddick, and then yeah. he brought out another one called Riddick. Yeah, which was quite a bit later. And on. I've not seen that one. I don't no, think. I haven't seen no, that. I haven't seen that because I no. thought it would ruin my right. Riddick okay. love. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I, I picked out a couple of moments that I, I really enjoyed, um, particularly dialogue. Really. So there's a, a bit near the beginning when they see one of the first monsters. Yeah. And it's that young lad. Yeah, uh, it's not the first time. I think it's it's when they they get locked inside one of the buildings, whatever they whatever it is. Yeah, and they're in the dark, and there's a boy on his own, mm. and Riddick's standing next to him, and the boy makes they they both see this monster, mm. and the boy makes like a racket, right? And he's like, oh, it's extremely bad timing or something. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty cool. Um, and we're at the end, and he says would you die for them? Hmm. And then he's like, hmm, interesting. I thought that was <laughs> the first time I watched it. Obviously now, now I've watched it lots of times and I know what's coming. Yeah. yeah. I thought it was quite a cool way of, of showing what was going to happen. Yeah. Whereas now it's like, oh, yeah, obviously, like, this is how it's going to end. <laughs> yeah. But when the first time I watched it, hmm. I really thought that he was going to take her with him and that yeah. they were going to escape together. Yeah, I really didn't expect it to happen. <laughs> I thought it was a really good moment, um, yeah. and that was a good foreshadowing of, of of what was to come. Yeah, yeah, I did. I enjoyed that bit myself, to be honest. Yeah, got another quote for you, right at the very end, uh, when Riddick kills that big monster alien sort of thing, and then he, just, he just walks off and he goes, "He didn't know who he was fucking with." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> was that the one where he absolutely kicks the shit out of it? Yeah, he sort of grabs it in midair by yeah. both. Yeah. talons there was such and, a, and then just dodges every bite and then just rips it to pieces with that little bone that he's got yeah that was such a good <laughs> it's so silly but it was yeah. such a good little scene I well, thought it, it was so good again he fights um, it's John isn't it the, the cop I think uh, I think his name's John yeah I think, I think it is. so I didn't write it down yeah. so they have a pretty cool fight because he and this is another inkling that you get that really does have some good about him because the cop is trying to use one of the group as bait because he can sense that the group is pretty weak. Riddick's the only oh, yeah, when sort of strong character. Um, when they're heading towards the ship. Yeah, yeah. towards the end. Yeah. And uh, he's saying, yeah, let's bait them, especially when they find out that the boy is a girl and that's actually attracting them. Yeah. So mm. they go off and, and Riddick ends up fighting him and leaving him as bait. Yeah. Um, there was a cool shot with that actually with the green light behind Riddick. I thought that was a really cool, cool scene. But then he sort of fades away into the shadows. Yeah, yeah. It was really cool, but again, it was a bit daft because it was like, well, surely they would go for him as well because yeah. he's just in the dark. And there was a few times he faded into the black, <laughs> and it was <laughs> and, and what, nothing happened. Yeah, nothing happened to him when they <laughs> they are everywhere. Yeah. I suppose it helps that he can see how close they are. <laughs> that's yeah, true. That's a good point. That's true. I yeah. thought the CGI was pretty terrible. In this oh, film. yeah, it's bad. It was proper dated. It's not great. No. I thought I, I enjoyed that the creatures gave me slight xenomorph vibes. Yes. Yeah. With a head, at least. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which like... kind of carried it through for me, but it it wasn't the best. I think it was yeah. a low-budget film, though. I would I imagine so. I don't think it was 
I think high. I think their design was fine. Yeah. Yeah. It just doesn't hold up. Maybe it, the mm. CGI. Yeah, the now. CGI just wasn't very. Especially when we look at Starship Troopers and the yeah, CGI this was is really what good. I was comparing, yeah. Um, yeah, the little monsters were at the beginning. The flying ones were a little underwhelming because yeah. I think of that. It was they weren't that fear-inducing. Yeah. Um, but they had a pretty, some pretty cool deaths. That woman yeah, who yeah. was, her and Riddick was running back to the, the building and she just got tore up by them. Yeah. yeah. I thought that was pretty cool. Claudia Black, she is in everything that's cool about sci-fi. Oh. She's in Mass Effect. She voices somebody in Mass Effect. I can't remember who. Does she? Yeah. Is it and the Australian she, one? Yeah. Shazza. Yeah. I think she's in. Yeah. She's definitely in Farscape. Mm. she's awesome in that yeah and I think she's in either Battlestar Galactica or Stargate one of them I didn't oh, recognise her so I didn't ah she's in loads of things she's probably cool oh okay yeah, yeah I would have I would have mentioned her at the beginning but I'd... I liked it when they were uh, introducing themselves as well and um, I think it was the guy who played Paris the one that was always like chilling and drinking cocktails and shit <laughs> yeah. and he like he introduced himself as Paris P. Ogilvy or something <laughs> To Riddick, and Riddick was like, oh, <laughs> Richard B. Riddick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love that bit. <laughs> Not just Riddick or like, just go Richard fuck yourself Riddick. or whatever. Hello, my name's Richard B. Riddick. <laughs> Dick Riddick. <laughs> there was there was parts of this film that gave me some alien vibe. Yeah. Yeah. With with Ryder Mitchell. And yeah. I think how she, how she looked, like what they what they dressed her up in and, mm. and how... Um, fearful she was of the situation you had Riddick was almost the threat it was almost like Riddick was the alien in, in parts because he like I say at the beginning it was almost a slasher film yeah and I really enjoyed that and when Riddick was they tied him up or something didn't they at the beginning yeah and then ran that post thing where he had to dislocate his shoulders didn't he to sort of crack him oh, above yeah. yeah that was rank it was it was <laughs> I actually it, believed he was in pain as well. I was like, oh, that's horrible. He's a, he's a really cool character. And I <laughs> yeah. think it, he looks so young. I, I know. Feel, obviously, it was a long time ago now. But yeah. Vin Diesel. Yeah, yeah. He looks so yeah. young. I'd be interested to watch the second one. It, yeah. Well, what is he now? Kind of early 50s? He so must, he's probably 32-ish in this. He looked younger than that. I, think, I, would, I would expect he was in his 20s. He was born Maybe. in 67. Oh. So some, somebody was with a quick math. Yeah. <laughs> well, depending on when it was filmed. I'll yeah, take that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. I didn't think he was in his 20s, but that's only because I, I know roughly how old he is now yeah. rather than on his actual physicality. Yeah. But yeah, he did. He just looked cool in this. Yeah. Yeah. They gave it's, him it's a winner, isn't it? Put Vin Diesel in a, in a vest. Put, yeah. yeah. Works in Fast and the Furious, worked in Bitch Black. Yeah. When was the first Fast and Furious? Oh, 2001. 2001. Oh, okay, so it, yeah, something like that. Give or take. It's the same yeah, kind of area. Yeah. 2000, oh, 2001. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. I quite. I liked. I liked a lot of things about this film. I liked the fact that they killed, well, all of the kids as it turned out. But. Bar mm. one. Well, uh, no. Okay. All the the man's children. Yes. Yeah. Not because they killed his particular children, but I just yeah. like the fact that kids weren't safe. It made yeah. the threat feel a lot. Yeah, yeah. A lot. A lot more real. Yeah. Did you notice, and I don't know if this was just the version that I was watching, but I think it happens in other films from a similar kind of era. Every now and then, one of the camera angles or camera shots, it would just suddenly kind of slow down slightly and warp. No, I didn't. No, I'm not sure about that. Maybe no, I was I just on there. I might have just missed it. No, it, I don't think you would have done, Not specifically not you. Even when you were asleep? 
<laughs> Such commitment. <laughs> but it was, yeah, I think it happened four or five times. And it, I think it does it in Ghosts of Mars a couple of times. And I don't know if it's... Yeah. If it's deliberate or if it's just the version that I was watching. But I was, what, huh. I was watching it on... What was it on? A Prime, sh- I think. Streaming, yeah. yeah. Prime. Yeah, but every now and then. There'd only be, it'd only be like for a second. Mm. And it was normally on like a close-up or something. It would look... The colour would go slightly off. Yeah. And it would slow down very briefly oh, and right. kind of look a bit surreal and warped. Yeah. No, no I don't think I'm... No, I didn't pick up on it if I did. No, not me. In that case, then you can't answer... <laughs> Have we done a question? Why it was there, yeah. What a fool. <laughs> it's a... Cut. <laughs> I liked um, I like the hoodoos there. The uh, like the rock spires that was in the background. And like it's still oh, out yeah. and then she got obviously pulled through it. It's still connected to that rope, Rada Mitchell. Yeah, yeah I, I think untie me. Untie me. The planet, like, oh, the planet did look cool, yeah. yeah. And yeah. when the monsters came out yeah. um as the eclipse was happening or whatever yeah. it was that was yeah. was causing the darkness. Yeah. I thought that was a really cool scene. And me. I like yeah. that. I quite like the bit of the daylight on the planet as well. I know you mm. said that you didn't, but I like I just I like the oversaturation. The I like yeah. it look good. I yeah. thought it was just it was just off pointing for me. But I understand why they did it and it, yeah. I, it probably wouldn't have had a good effect of just looking normal. Yeah. Yeah. So I understand it. I just didn't I just thought it was a good use of kind of like the light and shadow sort of thing. Yeah. Or light and dark. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the difference between the two. I thought it was decent. Yeah. One thing or another thing. Actually, no, I'm going to talk about another good scene first. My favourite scene, and it is such it's such a, a teenage lad thing to enjoy, Yeah, was when Riddick was being a proper badass, when he was the only one left with all of the cells. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's like, run! <laughs> Just and everyone runs, and that yeah. kind of... Obviously, nineties, early noughties, mm. rock music comes on, and they're just kind of rock dance, and they're all just <laughs> running down that yeah. little bony corridor. And I was like, "Oh, this is so cool!" Yeah, <laughs> it was, and it's yeah. it's really cheesy and probably naff, but I was like, "Ah, I'm fifteen here." <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, yeah, yeah. <laughs> when, back when we watched it for the first yeah. time, yeah. and when he matched like the um, the aliens' vision, like when he he had nowhere to hide or run to, <laughs> and he literally went straight up to his skull, and he was sort of like moving left and right with. With like how the alien was moving, yeah, and then he just sort of like backed off, and I thought, ah, that's wicked. That, that was cool. Yeah, and I then like they that. got bummed because the because the other one could be on him. I see you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think so. You can't always. It's really pitch black. Is the film it is for the time it was, but I would be interested in seeing what some good special effects and a modern interpretation would be because yeah. I think. I think it could be quite a uh, suspense-filled film. Yeah. I think it, it lacks it a little bit now. Mm. Um, but I think if you, if it was redone, I think it could be quite dark. No pun yeah. intended. I think so. <laughs> <laughs> Pitch dark. I don't, I don't want it to be, though. If it, no, mm. if, it was, if it wasn't about Riddick, I think if the, the idea of the story, I think you could, do, yeah. you could do some interesting stuff with it. Would you keep Vin Diesel as Riddick in a remake and just have him as older or would you recast oh that'd be a hard and who one, if it? you could jeez it doesn't matter how long you think about it because we can cut all the time out in the world <laughs> Ooh. I'm not sure that's hard I'm not sure uh, I'm not sure I would need it to be Riddick I think Tom Hardy 
if you're taking Vin Diesel. <laughs> Tom Hardy's not a bad shout. Yeah, no, it would, it I'm would thinking be, Tom Hardy Bane style. It would be a good shout. Yeah. I think I think I would take Riddick out of it though. I think yeah. you'd have a similar character yeah, and yeah, you could yeah. just plunk any name yeah. or whatever on it. Because yeah. I think... Roderick. Using Riddick. <laughs> yeah. Brother <laughs> Riddick. <laughs> Doesn't make any sense why he wouldn't have the same last name. <laughs> I think because Riddick is attached to a franchise and this was... <laughs> clearly an introduction into the character of Riddick yeah um, I think a remake you could just do with a different character mm. yeah I don't think this was made with not the idea of it being no, no, no. three or four two or three films though I don't mm. I'm not I've no idea if it was or not but it didn't it doesn't strike me as watching it I think it's... I think it gave itself the option yeah, I think it's a good introduction to a character like yeah. that and I think because it's then gone on to a franchise yeah I would probably avoid using the character of Riddick because Vin Diesel is quite synonymous with it um, and he did such a good job. I would probably just invent another character that was a very similar ilk. Mm. <laughs> yeah, just do it with <laughs> a different name. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> bring, bring Tom Hardy up and uh, get him involved. <laughs> yeah. Nobody else has popped into my head as being a... A good, badass a good hard nut. yeah. It's, it's quite charismatic mm. as well with his... Yeah, this is what I'm thinking. Vin Diesel. So you, yeah, Vin Diesel. Yeah. Yeah. So you need it. If you're going to have the same sort of vibe. But yeah. again, if you went for a darker a darker vibe for it, then you suppose you could just change the character up quite, <laughs> quite a bit, couldn't you? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting to think about, though. Mm. Doesn't need a remake, though. I enjoyed it. No, yeah, it doesn't. Yeah. I wish there was a little bit more urgency once they realised what was happening right. I think that was my biggest criticism of the film right. so once they realised that there was going to be an eclipse most of them still kind of ambled around because <laughs> they were like oh it's at some point this month and which is what they, and they didn't know when Yeah, but they were all kind of slowly doing things as if it's going to be in 30 days yeah. rather than it could be <laughs> now. now in 30 <laughs> seconds yeah yeah just err on the side of caution yeah and maybe shimmy things up a bit quicker yeah yeah I agree but all of my criticisms are, they're all kind of nitpicky they just add up to stopping me giving it no yeah an 8, 9 or or higher hmm solid film top well lower top <laughs> lower top <laughs> mid to lower top <laughs> that wraps up what I've got for for Reddit yeah, me too me see if I scroll down any further on my phone I'll get back to Starship Troopers <laughs> which is not a bad thing no not at all <laughs> bloody lovely film nice okay so next week um, what's the theme Ned I've forgotten game, game changers. changers game changers that's... game changers I'm impressed mate it wasn't written down and you, you I, don't know. I don't know how yeah. <laughs> Matt Burgundy. <laughs> yeah. Go fuck yourself, San Diego. So the, the first. I don't film, mean that, uh, by the way. <laughs> no, if there is anyone from, I mean, there might be from San Diego now. Exactly. This got, is what I've just said. Yeah. Global, yeah. yeah. There might be. Where is San Diego? Don't know. It's America. Uh, California. Oh, we, have got, we have got listeners in California. <laughs> we? So it might be someone from San Diego. Yeah. Take that back. Yes. I do apologize, Matthew. Yeah. Right. Get in touch, San Diego. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All the hate towards Matt. Please. We love you. <laughs> So the the first film. Listens. Sorry, that's true. That's you true. can you will yeah. get that out in a minute. I will. I will simmer through. I will be heard. I have a microphone. <laughs> I'll edit out everyone else. It'll just be me. 
the first film up for this theme um, was actually suggested by one of our listeners and good friends, Cal. Um, Moneyball. I think I'm the only one out of the three of us that have seen this. Mm. Yeah, I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. Yeah. No. I quite enjoyed this film um, from memory. So it'd be interesting on a second watch from a more critical uh, point of view how much I enjoy it. It's yeah. one of those films that I've probably wanted to watch for 10 years or so and just never yes. have. Yeah, I mm. think that was how I was until I eventually just sat down and thought, yeah, yeah I'll give it a go. Yeah, this will give me an excuse to watch it. Yeah. So I'll be interested in what you think. Yeah. Um, or maybe I don't like it as much as I remember. We'll see. <laughs> so, Ned, what's the film that you've picked for this week? I've picked Hidden Figures, okay, which yeah. I also haven't seen. Yeah, no. But I've heard, a, I've heard no, a lot of good things about it. And I've wanted to watch it. I think it's only a couple of years old, but I have wanted to watch it for a while. Yeah. And it'll give me give me an excuse to watch both of those. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm the same. And Matt, what about you? I've picked uh, Le Mans 66. Was known as Ford versus Ferrari. Ah, uh, yeah, that's one film that I did mean to get around to seeing. Yeah, in cinema and I, I have seen it. this. I've seen it yeah, in the cinema that. once, and it'll be nice to see it on a second viewing. Yeah, did I watch it with you? Or was this before we started going together? No, I, I think it was. Yeah, I think it was before we started going yeah. together. To be fair, me yeah. and Hannah went a few times, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Good. Yeah, I'm looking forward to next week. Yeah, yeah it's a pretty strong uh, cast of films, isn't it? I think yeah. this is probably the first time. Is this the first episode where there's films that I haven't previously seen? No, because I haven't seen Steel Dawn. Huh. But I didn't want to either. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, I didn't get it really seen that. Yeah. <laughs> be, it, look, it didn't look great, but it's got Swayze in, so... It yeah. had to be watched. It has. To, it does have to be watched. <laughs> and I'd watch it again just solely for Swayze. Yeah. yeah. Even though he wasn't my favourite character in it. But yeah, no, I'm looking forward to, <laughs> to, to, to this week's films. Yes. Or next week's films. Yeah. And uh, I think that's that's the episode. Yeah. If you enjoyed this episode, uh, please follow us at Thrill Seekers. Um, apart from Twitter, which is at Seekers Thrill. It is because it's backwards. <laughs> it's backwards. Also, we haven't got a page on Facebook anymore because Facebook doesn't like you. Doesn't no, it didn't like us trying to pay for an advert, so it logged me out, and I refused to scan my passport in <laughs> to get back in there, so they can go fuck themselves. Yeah, that is odd. weird. Yeah. It is weird. So if you are messaging on. A Facebook page, we're probably not looking at it. Yeah. Stop. <laughs> yeah. All all that love that you're sending our way. Yeah. <laughs> Pop it all on Instagram or Twitter. Please. Yes, please. Yeah. Um, if you have the time and you are enjoying the show, um, whatever so whatever platform, sorry, podcast platform that you are listening to this on, uh, if you get a chance, please leave a review because that will help the algorithms and our show get to listeners like yourself. Apart from that, I hope you enjoyed the show. It's a goodbye from me. And a goodbye from me. And a goodbye from me. Come back anytime though.